Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Looking for the spot for blues hockey in St. Louis? Join the best blues party in town at one of the 10 area hot shots, sports bar, and grill locations this season. Pull up a seat and score great game day specials on Jack Daniels, New Amsterdam vodka, and Jameson cocktails served up by the hot shots crew. And don't forget, every time the blues score five or more goals this season, it's $1 tacos all day long the next day. Get the full rundown at hotshotsbar.com slash blues. Hot shots is a proud partner of the St. Louis Blues. Pseudo Show Podcast. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Here? Hello. Let's do this. All right. Let's bring her on home, guys. It's Friday. Let's <laughs> <laughs> bring her on home Friday. So I figure we'll spend, what, um, two hours talking about the Mueller report? Oh, yeah. The okay. release. Yeah, we'll just yeah. break the whole thing down. That sounds good. We'll start with this. There we go. I'm on page 6,000 <laughs> right now. Nah. <laughs> oh, no. We will start with this. How about this from last night? This little thing right here. It's going to happen soon. Now. It's under Morrissey. Pops three. Shifley can't clear it. Bozak in front. The star. Schwartz tipped it in. I do not believe it. Schwartz has given the blows with 15 seconds to go. A three to two lead. This is crazy. How about that? Waking up to that last, uh, that little thing which happened last night. Unbelievable. It's, it's always fun when you when you hear get to hear two grown men go through puberty again. Oh, yeah. 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 First off, you got you got Panger going, oh, and then you got uh, J.K. going. What did he say? He went, he went it's hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great when you know a, a professional announcer, a broadcaster that's seen tons and tons of amazing moments says the words, "This is crazy." Yeah, you know, what I mean? like, yeah, that's a yeah. big that's a big thing. Uh yeah, I mean. 
Wow. There was no joy in Mudville after that first period last mm-mm, night. Mm-mm. I fully knew I was going to wake up and look at my phone and be disappointed. Just go, oh. I was expecting that too. But I I'll be honest with you, I did not make it to the down. end. Yeah. Oh, I did, I did not. not make it to the end of the game. I think I did the first period and I was out. And I was fully expecting to see Blues down two to three in the series, taken home for Saturday. Mm-hmm. And seeing that stat before the game, with the game five winner has gone on to win the series 73% of the time or something like that, 73, 75% of the time. And they go, oh boy, down two nothing. Down two nothing in the first. 12 seconds in, they score. And you go, oh boy, it's going to be one of those type of Unbelievable. games. Unbelievable. 12 seconds in. I don't know if you watched the beginning. I didn't see the very beginning, but uh, shortly after, oh. one of my friends was like, this it, is awful. It was crazy because I had turned on the Hurricanes-Capitals game, uh-huh. and they scored 17 seconds in. The, the Hurricanes scored 17 seconds into their game. So I turned on the Blues game, and I go, let's go, boys. Let's do a Carolina. And then they did it. And uh. I went, oh, I forgot to clarify which boys I was talking to. <laughs> the the, the boys whole, from St. Louis. My whole family, you know, we were in our, you know, in my bedroom. And everybody's laying on the bed. Everybody's, you know, ready for the Blues game to start. The kids are going to watch a little bit of it. And then everybody collectively, what just happened? <laughs> Daddy, can they what do just that? Happened? Do, you only, that do you only watch TV in the bedroom? I think our main TV watching uh, during the week is in, we don't what really, uh, honestly, as a family, we don't really sit down and watch TV. Yeah. That rarely happens. When we, you know, if we watch a movie, we'll all go to the basement. We have a bigger TV down in the basement. We'll all sit on the couch. But in the evenings, it's kind of like, you know, coming in and out of uh, mom and dad's room. Right. For the most part. Hmm. So you all gathered in for the all game. Oh, gathered. Well, you know, I'm getting, ready. I'm getting ready to go to bed. Yeah. I mean, it's, what, 730. You know, puck drop at 745. Mm-hmm. I'm getting ready for bed. I'm not going to be downstairs. I like to I like to uh, watch the uh, watch the hockey in my skivvies. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Was picturing the scene until then. Do you think it's unusual that uh, most, uh, you know, in the during the uh, during the week, in in uh, the master bedroom? I don't want to say it's unusual, but I think it's uncommon gathers, that yeah. the family gathers. I think at that age with your kids, not yeah, the really. kids are small. You know, everybody kind of gets in bed. I mean, you're at a point where the the kids are at a certain age where they're not always going to be in another room or another level of the house or whatever. They're going to want to hang out with you, right? And then you know, if I want to go to my basement, I got to take a golf cart, you know, right. down the other way. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> Have the air set to a certain temperature, which takes a few minutes but, before you, know, you arrive. I, like, you know, I want to go to bed in a timely manner. I like to lay in bed and watch, you know, watch TV up until a certain point, shut the TV off, and then go to bed. So so were you, so you were in, in bed with your kids in your skivvies? Or was that the skivvies part of joke? No, no, I'd like, a, you know, shirtless. Okay. All right. Shirtless butt. Shirtless Like butt. basketball mm. shorts. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Just in case a game broke out. <laughs> You never know. <laughs> never know. I always, have my, I always have my uh, my Air Jordans next to the bed. Just in case. Just three in on case. Three in case somebody out. challenges a one-on-one. <laughs> just, Emergency game of horse just, breaks out. I, do, <laughs> I am ready. I do have high ceilings, so you know. I got the net That's in right. the corner. You bought Shaq's old house, right? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah okay. Let's uh, hear that call again. It's under Morrissey. Pops three. Shankly can't clear it. Bozak in front. They That's so funny when somebody like, that, like like you said, a professional broadcaster, Darren Pang, loses his ish like that. It's that is great. unbridled enthusiasm. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Listen to that. Oh, Schwartz, oh. Tipped it in. I do not believe it. Schwartz has given the- 
There was Schwartz. one. There was one uh, a million years ago, uh, shortly after Ozzy Smith retired, where they tried him out in the booth during games. John and, Kelly? <clears throat> no, no, no. Uh, Ozzy Smith. Oh, okay. Sorry. And uh, Willie Willie McGee was up to 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 the plate, and he hit a big home run of some sort. And Ozzy Smith, who was doing like color commentating, was screaming like a schoolgirl the whole time. He did it! Oh my! <laughs> it was great. It may have been the last time you heard Ozzy Smith in the <laughs> broadcast booth. That was it. Oh yeah, I think that. Yeah, you know, some people are not cut out for the broadcast booth. Yeah. Some people are not cut out to do it. There's many an ex-hockey player that gave it a shot with the Blues that just that wasn't their strength off ice. You know, we are very lucky in this town to have some great broadcasters as far as our, our big sports teams. Oh, man. And, and not only great broadcasters, but great local broadcasters. Yeah. Like, yeah. these dudes were not flown in. It's not like they played with the team for a hot minute, and then we go, ah, oh, you go ahead. I mean, these are... Local people. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Darren Pang is not from here. Yeah, but I mean, like, at least on every team, there's at least one. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I mean, John Kelly is not originally from here, is he? I think he's been here for a really well, long time because his, his dad, dad was, was here. Yeah, so. here in Canada. I think they but, probably, all the Kellys probably have dual automatics except for maybe uh, Dan Jr. I mean, he grew up here, right? Dan, Danny did, yeah. Well, I'm talking about John, oh, too, because his dad was. Probably. The broadcast was growing up. Yeah, you got Joe Buck coming from here. You know, Bob Costas did some did some time here. Then okay, <laughs> <You got> prison, <laughs> did some time here. Did did some hard did some hard labor in St. Louis. Mike Shannon, Mike Shannon. I mean, Tim McCarver. Curbs. I know a lot of people give uh, Tim McCarver. Yep. Yeah. Give me a better, a more versatile sports broadcaster right now than Chris Kerber. I don't think you could really find one. Dan McLaughlin. Yeah, Danny's unbelievable. Is he is he a local guy too? Oh yeah, Danny's from Vianney. He graduated from Vianney. Huh. Yeah, we're lucky here. Most cities have to import their uh, their broadcasters. I don't know if anybody mentioned, but now Joey Vitale. Oh yeah, on the That's radio broadcast one. with the Blues, he's the one who took over for Chase. Yeah. So, but just to hear that unbridled enthusiasm is fantastic. Yeah. So we take it to game uh, game six at home Saturday. What times uh, start? Six. Six. Oh yeah. But you're gonna Perfect. probably want to get down there by two. There's some, pretty, there's some pretty sweet entertainment. Oh, the are game. you uh, are you uh, on the wheels of steel? I'm busting out the wheels. <laughs> you doing a four hour set from two to four? Woo! That's two hours, isn't it? That is, Jeff. Thanks. Well, then what am I gonna do from four on? Then they open up the arena. Oh, okay. <laughs> then you go inside and you check out the band at the beer garden. Ah, then I'm, you I'm outside. Portal. Then you I'll find be, your portal. Yeah, I'll be outside jamming. How All right. Was weather supposed to be good? It's supposed to be gorgeous. It's supposed to be sunny and like 64. Oh, man. Until he drops a needle, then it's going to be hot and 80. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to heat up fast. Until <laughs> <laughs> he drops a needle. I just got to hear this one more time. It's under Morrissey. Off three. Shankly can't clear it. Bozak in front. He's done. This is crazy. So three things about the Blues-Jets series. For the fourth time in NHL history and the first time since 2004, the road team has won the first five games of a series. Think about that. Wow. In every game, the winning team has trailed at some point, and St. Louis won only once when trailing by two goals this season. Wow, that's pretty startling. Mm -hmm. Especially you think about that long streak they had, too. And now back to the Mueller report. (laughs) (laughs) That's on page four, right? <laughs> we'll break down every page. What was it? Four hundred some odd pages. Let's just yeah. Go. We're gonna go line by line. We each take one hundred and fifty pages. Uh huh. 
Come back with a report. <laughs> a report on the Mueller report. Well, instead of that, let's uh, let's do this. Craigslist Freak of the Week. <laughs> and if you would, please shut down the votes. Okay. Done? Yep. Thank you. Uh, John Patrico was here. He was? I remember I didn't that. even realize. He was here yesterday. Yeah, I remember that. First time in a while. He uh, had that hip replacement. On the DL for what? Three weeks? Yeah, he three missed, weeks over he missed three a, weeks. Almost a month. Yeah. Back yesterday, Craigslist Freak of the Week playoff round. So you had four past champions going at it. Four winners in their respective weeks. Only one of these winners will move on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Vine to get their name etched on that Jerry Sandusky memorial plaque. So here's how it all broke down. And once again, thank you all for your votes. In fourth place, with just 6% of your votes, ladies and gentlemen, here's Pick Cheney. Buy these photos of my wife for sale. Brisbane, Australia. Hey, guys. Hey. Just wanted to see if anyone would be interested in all nude photos I have of my dead wife. It's really the last thing that I have of hers. And my therapist says that it's time for me to move on. So I need to get them out of my house. It'll be a shame to toss all of these. It's nice to know somebody would be getting pleasure out of them. I have a ton of pictures, black and white, fully naked, partially naked, artsy, different positions, extreme close-ups. I even have a couple of her post-mortem. Of course, those are tasteful. I even have a picture of her using the toilet. She was five foot four, chubby, with brown hair and freckles all over. Yes, I do miss her, and maybe I can make a quick buck off the pics. If you're interested, let me know. I'll send you a couple samples, just to taste. The rest are yours if the price is right. I'd love to sell you the entire album. But I can split up if need be. Public pickup. Email me with questions. All right. There is your fourth place finisher with 6% of your votes never to be heard from again. Mm. Thank God. Pick (laughs) Cheney in third place. I'm sorry, in fourth place. Here is your third place finisher with 12% of your votes. It was nominee number three. Ladies and gentlemen, Harvey Weinstein. Help me make your wine. Men wanted. 50-year-old Paris, France. Hello, all. Hey. I am a lover of fine wine. I enjoy everything about it. The creation, the aging process, the type of grapes used. Sparkling or not, I love it all. Instead of making my own wine, now I want to do things differently. I'm going to stand out against the rest. Looking to infuse each bottle of wine with a little bit of you. I will supply the sample cup, or you could drop it off at my office or home. And then I would create your wine. Now don't get it confused. This is not your bottle of wine. You won't own it. But it will include your first name and initial printed on the label. Do you prefer white or red? If you drop off to my home. I would put your sample in a brown bag or at least something that isn't see-through. 
Direct sun will kill the semen. No urine or other bathroom fluids. This wine is to celebrate life. Each bottle will be alive and have a part of you living in it forever. If interested, I can provide more details. Email me with questions. Healthy men only. No drug use within 30 days. Must be disease-free and not a homosexual. There will be no pay. Thank you. I'm not drinking that. <laughs> but I will drink a good toilet wine. I don't know if you've ever, uh, ever heard of that. <laughs> you, know, you know what toilet wine is? No. Oh, you've never heard of that? That's a real term? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's actually, actually the, the proper term is pruno, which is what prisoners make in prison. Yeah. Chardonnay. Oh, I see. Is that yeah. what they call it? That's uh, what I call it. Uh, Chardonnay. Like oh, here cafeteria? it is. Pruno, or prison wine, is an alcoholic beverage made from apples, oranges, fruit cocktail, fruit juices, hard candy, sugar, high fructose syrup, and possibly other ingredients, including crumbled bread. Well, the bread is where they get the yeast from yeah. to ferment the other ingredients. So if you ever go to prison... The, con- the concoction can be made using only a plastic bag, hot running water, and a towel or sock to conceal the pulp during fermentation. The end result is has been disca- uh, described as a bile-flavored wine cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not great. But no. <laughs> Drink it for the buzz, possibly. That's about it. Uh. Mm, what, what year is this? This is uh, last Wednesday, right? <laughs> this is the last Wednesday? <laughs> So I guess they get like a plastic, you know, a plastic bag and they, they hide it in the toilet. The alcohol content by volume can range from anywhere to as low as 2%, which is basically <laughs> a very, very weak beer, and as high as 14%. Yeah. The articles about it are great. And here's one that just says, the other way to become popular when you're stuck behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> the less painful alternative. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I want to be known as the winemaker in prison. Right. Yeah, it's, it's got all the tricks to become a very, very good prison winemaker. How to maker. survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, that's a Harvey Weinstein. You're a third-place finisher with 12% of your votes, never to be heard from again. And the runner-up with 26% of your vote. Winner had 56%. So 26% of your votes went to nominee number two. Here's Wyatt Herp. Seeking an STD stallion, woman for man, 24-year-old London, England. American here in London studying abroad, and I've run into a little bit of trouble. Need your help. I messed around with a little, say, less than clean woman and have picked up not just one, but a couple of sexual transmitted diseases. My old lady isn't going to be pleased. She's also studying over here with me. More than likely, she's going to be upset. The only way I could get away with this is if you get her infected and then she, quote, unquote, infects me with whatever you gave her. It's perfect. We don't have an open relationship, so this is going to take some finessing. I'll tell you where she's going to be. You get her drunk on a couple pints, flirt, and then you seal the deal. I know there's a cheater in her somewhere. Drinking will bring the slut out. She's really into black dudes. (laughs) One of the bugs you pass to her must be herpes. Send me an email, and I'll hook you up with the details. 
I will 100% make this worth your while. This is a one-time thing. Don't expect a long-term relationship out of this. I like how he says, it's perfect. Like, it's the perfect plan. <laughs> no, it's not in any way. It's not the perfect plan. What could go wrong? You're a horrendous human. All right, that's a wide herp. The runner-up with 26% of your votes. And here we go, ladies and gentlemen, your official Francis Freak of the Week. Moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. It is nominee number one, Bro J. Simpson. Seeking dark-haired, blue-eyed beauty. Man for woman, 31-year-old, Vienna, Austria. I lost my sister nine years ago after a bad car accident. We were very close. I never shared with my mates about how close we were. They all know I haven't been the same. I admit that. There is a hole in my soul that I haven't been able to fill yet. Hoping for some help. You be 1.6 meter tall, 51 kilos, and have dark black hair and bright blue eyes. If you fit these specifications, we can make this happen. I'm going to take you out to dinner a few times. We're going to watch romantic comedies. Of course, you will be wearing her clothes. They still have her smell on them. If things go further, we're just going to let it happen. Like old times. So we both lived a very in-the-moment lifestyle. I'm sure my mood will change once I find you. Can't wait to meet. Send a picture over as soon as you can. All right, there you go, your official Craigslist Freak of the Week. That is Bro J. Simpson with 56% of your votes. Moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Once again, thank you all for your votes via our Twitter page, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Much obliged. Mm, much greatly, obliged. greatly appreciated. Yeah. yeah, by the way, I'm just looking at the weather. And uh, yeah, you, you're you right, man. Saturday, tomorrow, 68. 68 and sunny tomorrow. Sweet. Yeah. 68 and sunny. Do some yard work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yard work. And then uh, for Easter, 81. Nice. 81 and mostly sunny. Any big plans? Let's go to my Easter? brothers in Edwardsville. Yeah. Oh, you know what is big though? Remember the uh, the boyfriend I was telling you about the other day, the Abby's Abby's dude coming with us to to the thing. Is that a first uh, yeah. first time? I mean, uh, from what I remember back in the in my dating days, that's a big thing. First time family holiday yeah. event. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. It's pretty pretty crazy. Hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the first real big event I went to with uh, with my wife. I think it was her grandparents' 50th wedding anniversary. I, say, I remember you telling the story, like you walked in. Was oh, that's, it, was, wasn't it like a pool party or no, something? No, no. That's when we first started dating. The first big event. Oh, okay. I gotcha. The first big event was uh, grandparents' 50th uh, wedding anniversary. It's a big, uh, big uh, uh, Russian party at a uh, Russian party place that would hold, like, I mean, there were shows and there, you know, there's food on the table and, and bottles of vodka on every table and there was like 200 people there. Wow. And when you when you walk into this place, there on a chain is a bear dancing in a tutu. <laughs> so you, <laughs> it is the most stereotypical thing happening. Now this wasn't during your. I mean, this really did. The bear was actually there. You weren't. The bear was there. Okay. 
It was a bear, a live grizzly or black bear in a pink tutu <laughs> dancing you don't in see front of this lot. restaurant. Wow. You don't, Jeff. No, you certainly don't. And I said, what the hell am I doing? And that party went till about 4 o'clock in the morning. Damn. They went hard that night. I mean, we're just going to do a little Easter. It's probably going to be it. There's going to be bears. I mean, the bear mauled (laughs) five people that night. Well, well, I mean, hey, get your money out of it. (laughs) Who owned a bear? What do you rent a bear? Is the I, guess it was part, it was part, I guess it was part of the package, you know, you get when Does you... the pink thing come It's the anniversary package. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get for your 50th? A bear. So do you want... You guys want the bear? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's extra. Oh, yeah, to get dressed to the nines. And that was, that was my first real big event with my wife's family. Mm. And there's kind of an initiation when you party with the Russians is they get you hammered. So, I mean, it was shot after shot of vodka. It was to see if I can hang. Yeah. See if I can hang with the boys. I passed. Passed the test, guys. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was a proud moment when I actually became uh, one, of the, uh, one of the people to initiate a newbie. Mm. When I was invited into the group. Nice. Hey. Come here, let's, uh, let's get the new guy drunk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good not to be the new guy anymore. Yeah. Passed the test. <laughs> And we'll put him by the bear. The, you had to get in the cage with the bear for a minute. Too. Yeah. Slow dance. Well, with him. Yeah, all right. Uh, listen, you got to take uh, 15 shots of vodka and then wrestle the bear. Yes. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's love. And right then you're, there. you're one of us. Yep, yeah. That is love. You're not one of us until you're wearing the tutu and the bear's on the ground. Hey, hey don't get mad. One arm Steve did it a couple of years ago. <laughs> one arm Steve. It'd be one arm Ivan. Oh, Ivan. <laughs> Yuri, bring out the bear. Ah. So I got to wrestle that? Ah, he's wearing a tutu. How hard is this going to be? <laughs> how, how demoralizing. Yeah. <laughs> Poor bear. Nothing screams 50th anniversary like dancing animals. Uh-huh. Dancing deadly animals. Uh-huh. I don't even know if that place is still around. It's in a Brighton Beach, Brighton Beach, Brooklyn. Hmm. Now was the was the bear? I'm I'm fascinated here. Was the, was the bear was it an employee of the venue, or did I you would, guys bring it I, in? No, we didn't bring the bear. Okay. <laughs> what, what was you it? want the you toasted ravs and the bear? Um, it was a Russian name. Brighton Beach, Brooklyn venue. If We're I type that take in, two cars. <laughs> Russian put Russian venue. Are you bringing the bear? Let's take two cars. <laughs> Very well, big. I typed it Brighton Beach, Brooklyn, Rush, and in Mafia. Just just on. Nah, we don't oh, talk nice. about that. That's uh, that area of of Brooklyn is where you know a lot of uh, Ukrainians. Tatiana? Nah, it's it says Vegas style floor shows are paired with Russian eats. Yeah, that, that, that's that's the kind of it was a Vegas show. Grand with, Slam banquet with, hall with Russian food. You know, they keep bringing out the food, and I mean, no shortage of booze. What was the, oh, it was the fiftieth? Okay, uh, Sovodka. So nah, and then also Isaac's. A I Z I K. This was nice this place. Was Twenty years ago. Volna Verichnikai. This was twenty years ago. I don't Romanov. Know. They got no, good still around. There, I mean, there's <laughs> an, an unusual amount of Russian venues in Brighton Beach. Like, there's twelve of them. Maybe we should stop. And they all say "Home of the Dancing Bear." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but only one says the original. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the original Dancing Bear. We're here to see the bear. Oh, that's how the weddings would be in these types of places. Just That's an elephant, though, right? Yeah. 
Or is it a zebra? For a wedding? Yeah. <laughs> you ever been to a wedding with, a, with an elephant? Uh, no, I can't say that I have. I searched the well, you haven't lived. Briefly, I you have not lived. Say those words today. <laughs> a wedding with an elephant. You have not lived. I went to one company party where there was an elephant. Yeah, and and it was a wild company party. Okay, well, son of a bitch. You know what? The best. I mean, I think the most exotic animal I've ever seen at a party is a like a bird or something. I feel like I haven't lived a life. <laughs> I want to go to a party that? where there's some sort of wild animal like that. Well, especially if you, if you put him in a dress. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's you kicked that up a notch. What kind of bird are we talking about? It was just it's like a pet bird in somebody's house. Macaw. I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, nothing too big. Yeah, nothing too, nothing Par- fancy. Parakeet. Um, <laughs> so, do you think it's going to be awkward for, for the boy? Uh, I don't think make him so. feel welcome. Yeah, I am. I thought I'd get him hammered first. Yeah, that sound right? yeah. yeah, right before the Easter egg hunt. <laughs> 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 Go find the eggs, and there's no eggs. <laughs> there's just no eggs. Now it's time for the. Burton test of tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Easter tradition. <laughs> Get the clamps. I can't right. wait until the three minutes where they just got to stare at each other's eyes. Jeff and the kid. Oh, God. <laughs> just just stay right here. Just, just stay right. with just me. Don't. <laughs> Should be interesting because it's not a short ride either. I don't know if we're all riding together or what. I doubt it. Because he's in Edwardsville. Oh, no. Don't ride together with him. Okay. Well, I just thought he'd just, just take the bike, he and I. <laughs> take the motorcycle over there. Oh, that That'd would be, be funny. I did have a, a girlfriend who, whose father offered to take me uh, for a, a motorcycle ride. Really? And then show me his knife collection. Did you decline? At the same time? Everything yeah. about that relationship? <laughs> <laughs> everything. She's like, hey, you want it? No, I don't. I yeah. don't. No, thank you, this sir. This isn't going to work it. out. <laughs> no, and thank this you, was sir. This uh, first day I met him, too. Wow. You think he was pulling the old... Yeah, he was. It was pulling rank. Okay. That See, was I, the... The old cliche would see that shotgun? Yeah. It's got my daughter's name on it. Well, what are you gonna do? You gonna murder me? Right. Well, how are you supposed Somebody's to Somebody's gonna it come looking for me. Right. Yeah, okay. Somebody's gonna come looking for me. <laughs> and they're gonna know it was at your house. Right. Is it worth it? Now it's premeditated, <laughs> sir. The daughter's name is etched over where the cereal used to be. <laughs> yeah, next time somebody does that to you. And what are you gonna do with that? You're gonna shoot me? Right. I told I told you the wedding I DJ'd where the the father of the bride came up to me and said, "Before we get into speeches, give me five minutes." And I said, "Okay." And I went up to him. I was like, "Hey, we're gonna do it in about five minutes." And he left. He comes back. He grabs the mic. Hey, thanks everybody for coming. Really appreciate it. Blah blah blah. And he goes, "Hey, Mark." Reaches in his pocket, pulls out two shotgun shells and a Polaroid picture. The shotgun shells has his name on it, and the Polaroid picture has the date on it that they first met. And he goes, "Never had to use them. They're yours now." And I was like. This is crazy because you documented <laughs> the fact that you had shotgun shells designated to your daughter's boyfriend at the time. What? And everybody was like, ah, ha, 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 ha. and I'm sitting behind the table going, oh my God, he really contemplated yeah, in, killing in your, in your murder trial, that's yes. exhibit A. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he really contemplated killing this guy. <laughs> that's exhibit A. Damn. This, That'll this, get you this, the chair in this, this state. This, this was the same wedding, and 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 I love these guys to death. Yeah, they were great well, people. So we love them. They did tip well. This was the same wedding, they had goldfish races. Oh, that's fun. It was very weird. That's I'm sorry. Fun. So it's, it's a big, so there's a big bowl of goldfish, like multiple goldfish in there. And then there's a long track with like, basically like if think of it as like a hundred yards. You take them out of water and you, oh, that's cruel. No, no, no. Wait a minute. You take a scoop, you have a scoop and you scoop the fish and then you, everybody goes three, two, one. And you dump them in the track and they go right down. Oh, don't you think that's cruel? It was weird. Huh? Yeah, I don't get uh, it. 
Peter's on the phone. So it's a slip and slide for goldfish. It's not a slip and slide though. It's like it's it basically it's is like a hundred yard dash. See who could you know? Which, so you, which so you fish dump your survive. fish in there, and then it's what fish swims to the finish line. It's what's well, not then, swimming. Then, it's it's flapping. No, it's not. They pour the the, the track has water. Oh, there's so it's water. Like a, okay, so yeah. it's not they're out of water. No, 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 no. Uh, so quite yeah, the I thought, setup. I thought I mean, you were. I thought it was out of water, and they kind yeah, of that's flop along. Too, yeah. So it's like a water pinewood derby. Yes. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah. listen, it ain't no pine bear in a tutu, but uh, ain't no bear in a tutu. Of all the bizarre things we're gonna touch on, <laughs> all day, all week, that might be, that might that's, take the cake for me. Yeah. Here, a look. Fish this, pinewood this is, derby, and we do this very similar. This is something very similar. So classy. Yeah, it looks like a weird. They're showing this in a bar. And you, uh, you put the fish down, and they kind of... And then you just kind of you scurry it along. Yeah, I don't think this is... Scurry! I don't think this oh, is... Oh, there's... A, well, okay, so this, uh, the Peter fish are still... approved. Uh, the fish are still in to, water. To be honest with you... They're being tormented, though. These look yeah. these look professional. The ones that were at this wedding, I mean, they were not. <laughs> look like you, you do this with a couple of gutters. Just pull the gutters off your house. Oh, yeah, I think that's, that's what All I'm imagining is my Gary in one of those, and I don't... Oh, my Gary. Stop my it. My Gary. Although he could kick ass if he let <laughs> Oh, yeah. Just not a real endurance racer, though. More <laughs> uh, of a Gary. sprinter. He is a murderer, though. We know that. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct comes to us from St. Charles, Missouri. It's Corey White. Hey! Corey White. It's been over 25 years, and the point is still the one station he listens to daily. Comes to our concerts, comes to our events on He feels like he has a special bond with Jeff because of his uh, mutual appreciation for uh, Blue October. Oh, nice. They even have a similar Blue October tattoo. Oh, that was you. So are you also on their restraining order list? <laughs> it's in alphabetical order. Loves Freak of the Week, but uh, also loves our discussions and uh, arguments, which never a shortage of those. It's been a while. I can't even imagine oh, the last time. Time. Been a while. Which, by the way, did you see how his post shows up on our Twitter page? No. So, you know, we share it every day on the Riz Show Twitter. Look at this. So it says here, you know, it's just a regular post. It talks about him. And then it says, he feels he has a special bond with Jeff because of dot, 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 dot. dot. <laughs> and everybody's like, because of what? Feel free what to fill, has he yeah, done? Fill, in the fill it in. Fill it in. What has he done? Well, thank you, Corey White, the Team Riz member of the day. Get the super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Whether you call him an administrative professional or a secretary, Secretary's Week is April 22nd. Just around the corner. Time to recognize those who contribute to your success. You don't want to forget, call Walter Noel Florist and let them take care of thanking those you depend on. Who do you send flowers to? Whoever helps you out. It's the person who makes you look good. Schedule the delivery right now. Give them a call. 1-800-341-ROSE or order online WKF.com Again, that's 1-800-341-ROSE or WKF.com It's Walter Noel Florist. We know flowers. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back to The Riz Show. 314-6-WALKER. That's our phone number, 314-692-5537. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials. At R-I-Z-Z Show. Emails, we'll get to those in a second. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Real fake results later on. Friday fail stories. We will blow out the rest of our prizes with the little competition like to play with Friday called Were You Paying Attention? Headline news, crap on celebrities, news, sports. So you guys okay after yesterday's uh, 
little tip. Oh, I'm sure. I'm talking I'm, to uh, Moon and Patrico. I'm sure we will be. But if uh, if you would allow me to address that, I would love to. And and if you missed yesterday's program, it was a, a fight over uh, softball. <laughs> so silly. Softball, yes. Uh, so Patrico is on a team, a Wednesday night league, and uh, Moon is a part of the team, but hasn't come to any of the games, I think, four so far. And it's kind of like a running joke on Thursday. Hey, how was softball? Moon show up? <laughs> and, uh, you know, for four weeks it's been no. And then, you know, they got into it. And it got heated. It did. Yeah. Got heated. And yes, Moon, you have the floor. Yeah, so if you, and just hear me out with this. Uh, but uh, yesterday I definitely, I got, uh, I got extremely upset and, and intense. And yeah, there's there's a showman in me and, a, and an entertainer that in the beginning of the ribbing, because you guys like to do this ribbing, on and off air, I was like, "Oh, this this will be good. It'll make you know make good radio." And our arguments are usually pretty fun. And as far as all of us go, I would say if somebody was to say who's the closest on the show, I would probably say you know besides me and my cousin, I would say me me and Patrico. We have the most interaction off off stage and on mm-hmm. stage and blah blah blah. Um, and in the beginning, I was like taking the ribbing, and he had he had made fun of me beforehand in the kitchen and on Twitter and here and there, and it just sort of piled on. And um, yes, there was a number of days I I haven't been sleeping well, and uh, just sort of out of patience. Do you need the music? No, no, not yet. Just <laughs> not just sort just sort of out of patience and and everything. So when it when it started, I was like, oh, this will be fun heat. And, I'll know and when the time is right. Go ahead. Now, the moment hit. That I took extremely personally when you said something about commitment, and 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 you guys, you know, you guys know that all of us have a a, a very small circle. It's time. No, no, listen. All of us have a very small circle of people that actually know us. You know, a lot of people think that they know us, and none of us really care what people that don't know us think uh, uh, about us. You know, but I will say that it felt like it wasn't about softball for a moment, and you said something about you said something about commitment. You know what I mean? And it came up where you sort of like questioned my commitment. I didn't want it out there to uh, uh, to, to the people that don't know me to, to I guess, to, to hear that uh, I committed to something and I flaked on it because that's not my style. You know what I mean? And that upset me. And I did take that personally. Can you kill that? God damn it. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Whoa. <laughs> he turned it up. There you go. He turned it up. <laughs> So anyways, I took that personally, and none of the things are an excuse for me than shooting at you, and I shot at you personally. Yes, Dan, finish it out. So anyways, I just want to apologize for 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 shooting at you personally and making it personally about you and name-calling and all the things. None of that was called for. There's no excuse for any of that kind of crap. So I, I apologize. I appreciate that, and I just want to clarify and, and make it known that literally I was talking about softball the entire time, which is why it, it threw me off and I got heated. Because I was like, I don't understand where this anger is coming from when literally we do this every Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And time I, to hug. And I get that. <laughs> and like, like I said, hug. I don't really care what most people think about me at all. But right. for the but for the small circle, I don't want you thinking that I'm a, the type of person that commits to something. See, I'll, and then I'll just be honest, which I didn't up. know any of this other stuff happened off the air. I thought this was just a first time. Oh, no, 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 no. And he's talking about, and I just gave him a little bit of crap in the kitchen. And that I don't know. It. There was also on social media and yeah, stuff. There so, wasn't any on social media for me. Oh, yes, there is. On, on Twitch and stuff. Well, even the titles of, of, of things in the past, you've put like, uh, here's That wasn't here's me. Softball. That's other people, bro. Oh, okay. That was well, not me. Okay. Well, I didn't do bro that. him? Yeah. 
But that's not me. Well, Don't you softball. bro me. We're talking about softball, <laughs> so you can bro during What's up, bro? What, bro? What's up, bro? Take a Whoa. swing, bro. Right here, bro. <laughs> Why you got to disrespect, bro? I do nah, respect I, you, bro. Show some respect, bro. I do respect you, bro. Stop All disrespecting, right. bro. I respect okay. you, bro. Okay, I respect right. you, too. Great. Okay. All right. I was No, I know what you're talking about. That was yeah, somebody yeah. that that was one of your followers on okay. Twitch that put, fine. let's watch listen. so-and-so and Patrigo no, play softball. Now that, listen, we're all good. Can I finish? Can, can I finish? Can, can I, I finish? Please, make it quick. I think he's going right. to let you finish. All I'm saying is, you being one of the few people that is in the circle that does know me, I just felt disrespected for for you you know you giving me crap it felt like you were disrespecting me and all that I do and you're one of the few people that does know all that I do and what I prioritize which is my kids and my work and uh, those things have have come in the way of me making softball and it's known to the softball guys that I'm a sub if I make it it's bonus you, you know what I mean so I felt like you personally had disrespected me, and, and, and that that bummed me out. It really bummed me out. That but was not my way, intention. It I know, was I know. all about softball. I have a question I, I for and, Moon and, here. And again, Please, oh, quickly. Jesus, Scott. And, okay. and again, I'm sorry. Hey, Moon, I have a question for you. I appreciate that. I, sorry, I was working on stuff. Can you repeat that? Oh, good <laughs> Lord, dear Christ. <laughs> That's for you. Thank you. Now, does he get the four, too? I'm good. No, I, I just oh, he, he, he I chimed in. We're good. Oh no, no apologies. No, I, I, I apologize. Oh, no, 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 I'm making sure you get it. Take the heat off. I didn't hear you apologize. I'm just making sure you got your chance. Please, Louise. Can I set up the next bet? What? Who do you think you? Oh. Does anybody else need to apologize? Hey, I'm sorry, buddy. Already. Let's let's go back to being closer than these guys. I'm sorry too, buddy. Now I tear you apart again. <laughs> Don't touch me, Scott. Now that we're friends, let's be now enemies. Now that we're friends, again. let's be enemies. And time for the butthurt game. Uh, <laughs> now that we're friends, let's be enemies. That's the title. <laughs> so this is from the uh, the drinking game, the butthurt game. Well, we play it a little differently. Uh, there are some brutal questions where uh, the question uh, is, a bit, well, well, we'll do it this way. Um, Patrico asked a question. And give us an example. Uh, an example question. Who is the most likely to steal something? Okay. We all have to pick somebody in the room. It can't be yourself. Okay. And we have to be honest. You cannot pick yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see who gets butt hurt. Oh, boy. All right. Tones? I got pick a number, yeah, one through five. You got to write, write your answer down. Oh, this is a real one? Oh, yeah, this is a real one. Oh, my goodness. No, not not that one. Not that was not that was an example question. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I was like that, that right, may that may be the hardest question you've ever asked because I know for a fact something? none of us would do that. Yeah, I was gonna write my answer now, but I can't find my pen, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually Get it? Because then you'd be the one uh -huh. stealing from me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks, crowd. <laughs> That's the home no, improvement no, crowd there. Now, okay, here we go. <laughs> Pick a number one through five. Uh, pick, a, pick a number, Moon. I say three. Oh, oh boy. Oh, no. Here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't put this evil on me. Number three is, who is the most unstable? Oh, man. Ooh, it's between two of you. I'm usually quite poised, but after yesterday, <laughs> I'm actually not going to be embarrassed if I'm picked. What, huh. what, what was the exact Who word? Who is the most unstable? Correct. Unstable. Huh. Mm. <sighs> okay. We got it written down? No. Um, oh, man. See, it's, on, not, it's not about consistency, is it? Oh, no. 
Oh, no, I'm going to change my answer. I'm changing my answer. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Everybody ready? Who yeah. is the most unstable? We'll go to Jeff first. I, I had Tony, and then I switched to King Scott. Any reason? Oh, are we giving reasons at this well, time? Would you like to? <laughs> um, because I think he's the one that I don't know. It, like, I, like, I know him the least out of everybody, and what I know is just all over the place. Okay, I'll go next. Uh, Jeff. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you why. Let me change my answer. <laughs> Wait, but let me, I'm changing my I'll answer tell you to why. Scott Rizzuto. You have so many... Weird quirks, and I feel that if one of those things doesn't happen, yeah, your whole thing is thrown off. I 100% agree with that. I cannot argue that. Like your whole routine is thrown off. Yeah, I would agree. Whether it be your Oreos at night or whether you be Jeff pours a little coffee out every morning in the sink. He gets his coffee and pours a little out. That's just for his homies, though. That's yeah. that's not a weird quirk. It's for my homies that are in the plumbing industry. And I feel like if you don't, if you don't <laughs> do that. Like the, the day is Can I tell off? you the reason why I do it? I did it one time, and the the sound of the water hitting that metal sink is comforting to me. When it just kind of goes like that. Well, oh, now I'm on your side, Chris. Can I, I change weird. my answer? I know, that's weird. <laughs> Go ahead, Moon. Oh man. Okay. First, I put King Scott. Then I changed it to Patrico. Then I changed it to Riz. Then I changed it to Jeff, and then went back to King Scott. <laughs> and I think it's just because. Uh, He's a weird dude, huh? No. <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. Yes, he's a 100% a weird dude, but I think he has so many dreams and aspirations, and he chases so many different things. And I'm I'm more hearkening back to our early 20s, uh, I think, but I think there's some of that still in him. You are a dream chaser. I'm, uh, you reach for the stars. And I don't mean that in any, yeah, in any negative way at, at all, really, honestly. You ever see it that way? Scott, no, who'd you say? Uh, um... I'm gonna go with. Did you write? You wrote, you wrote down an answer. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's Moon. That's what I put down. Um, honestly, because again, I can't pick myself. You guys have all Nailed married with. I don't know. Everyone's successful here and, and solid. Not. So uh, no, he is. Sorry. Saying? I was just saying. Like the only reason I picked him is because of their argument. Like he he got okay. mad quickly. Valid. Yeah. Okay. Tones. Yeah, I I put you, but I, me. I just, yeah, wow. and the, and the reason I put you and my reasoning is is because. <laughs> It's not. Is it my hairpin trigger? Yes, that was it. I got it. I'll admit it. It's it's that fine. it's that everything can be going fine, 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 fine. Perfect example. This morning, the chair that Riz sits in sinks as he sits in it, and he was sitting in it, and literally seconds before we went on the air, <laughs> he goes, "Oh man, this chair's sinking. This chair's a god, we all just, was so you know, we never re- replied to that. We were just looking at each other, going, "Okay, where's I this did going? Do that. Where's that this was going?" So, so, because this chair slowly, like through the four hours of the show, slowly sinks, and I'm on the floor. <laughs> Which, by the way, I just I just slammed the chair on my toe, and it hurts so. Oh, no. See, that's what you get for making fun of me. <laughs> I'm not making fun right. of you. You know, I do feel like, and I have noticed this the best. I at this point in my in my life, I only really lose it, like lose my temper, if I'm sleep deprived, like completely. Tired. My my brain just melts. Which for us is all the time. So that's great. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah but do, good. I you know I wanted to say that. Like, do you feel like you're much more, dude? If it's a Saturday and I've slept in or something, I wake up. I'm a different human. Like my family realizes it. They're like, dude, you're the happiest guy we ever I met. I do always wake up happy on Saturdays. Sundays, for some reason, I wake up unhappy. Hmm. Is it because you know this is it? I don't know. 
If I get the, I have like a Sunday morning malaise. It's probably because you're late for church. You're like, yeah, ah, that's, that's yeah. probably. Is it something with sleep? Are you going to bed later on a Saturday? Maybe like, I think that's it. I'm like 12 years late. I go to sleep church. late on a Saturday and yeah. still wind up getting up at like six o'clock, yeah. you know, 5:30 in the morning, yeah. and then wind up pissed off. I don't know why. And I really started paying attention to it when I noticed my daughter. My daughter always had this like crazy bad attitude in the morning. I was like, what is going on? But I noticed when she slept more, she's the most pleasant, amazing person ever. It really just has to do with sleep. It, it, a lot of it does. And also, I'm Italian, so... There's that. Uh, yeah, I'm adopted, so... Got a hairpin oh. trigger because of that. <laughs> All right, let's do the next uh, butthurt question. Uh, one, two, three, or four? Uh, one, two, three, four, three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing, I just... I I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm anticipating the bad here. I almost said seven. Here we All right. Go. All right. Who cares what others think of them the most? Mm. Mm. Oh boy, this is a this is a good one too. This is so tough. This is a very good one because this could go a number of different ways depending on how I think of this question. Yeah, yeah, how you approach it. How I approach the question. I and I'll go first. I think the hmm. Ha. <sighs> I mean, Moon just had a conversation with Tony about the whole, yeah, the How whole he's commitment perceived. thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. But that's only to my. Okay, well, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm working through this. <laughs> I'm just making sure you're paying attention to <coughs> all of my words. Uh, King Scott, who's new to the show and not really used to the ball busting, I could sense sometimes you get a little butt hurt with uh, with you know a gentle ribbing. And you go, oh man, people are really gonna think I'm. I'm crazy like this. Yeah, gosh, now I see what you're saying. <laughs> but I think ultimately, I'm going to go with Tony. Because I have seen you gone from zero to butthurt if somebody posts something on social media. And you you must retaliate. It's hard for you to let something go. It's hard. You know, we, I think you're the most person we say to let's say this. Dude, just don't even don't even engage. Okay. Wouldn't you say, like, hey, don't engage with this person? You're feeding. And you feel like you must kind of uh, protect yourself. When it comes to that or aspect retaliate. of somebody uh, saying something negative to me, I believe you are correct there. Okay. Well, let let me go next then because my answer, my reasoning is very much the same as yours. I put Tony because that's what I hear the most from everybody. Like if somebody uh, uh, texts or tweet or where posts something about you that you don't like, you, you do read it aloud and get upset in the studio or in the office or whatever and vent that way if you don't go on social media and do it. Others, including myself, we may read it and get upset too. And maybe these guys more than you, but you're more vocal about it, at least to us. So that's why I'm picking you. Who'd you pick? I picked Jeff. And the reason I picked Jeff is because of all the physical appearance things. You know, you you, you want to look good for people. You want to make sure that your beard is perfect. You know, like the whole like, I'll do the glory hole. Don't touch my beard because mm -hmm. you're afraid what people will think if the beard's gone. No, at least that's, that's, that's not 100% At least that's the reason, how my brain that's works. part of it. That's about 50%. And, and I think a lot of the apparel choices that you make and things like that, I think are like you, and, and it might not even be, up front, it might be subconscious. You are concerned what other Although people. Although we did decide to go with that shirt today, no, I, know. Right? No. <laughs> I had to honor my mother somehow. Moon, <laughs> uh, I'm going to take a different approach here, kind of. I originally picked Patrico, and it's because I think in in the moment you're the most reactive 
to what people mm-hmm. think. I agree with that. But on the whole, I definitely think it's Jeff. And it's not for the same reasons. It's because I think in the long run, on the whole, you're very, very, very deeply concerned with what people think of you because you want people to think you're a good person. That, that I'm a good person? Absolutely. Wouldn't everybody want people to well, think you got them all fooled there. Yeah, yes, uh-huh. but, yeah. I, but I, think it's, I think it's like a, a larger part of your core hmm. of okay. being perceived as a good person. I think everyone, of course, wants to be a good I, the person. The question again is? Who cares what others think of them the most? Scott, what would you say? Kind of along Patrico's lines, I picked Jeff just because he works out the most of all of us, but he's also, in a weird way, the one that's always the most honest about all his quirks and everything. So it's kind of a weird... Mix the more I thought about, I'm like ah, because you do tell the truth the most about like the weird stuff the weird you might things do. About yeah, me, yeah. Uh, let's go. One more question. Okay, one, two, one. Or three. We got three more. No, we don't. <laughs> one. Okay. <laughs> Who doesn't act their age? <laughs> <laughs> then you can't pick yourself. Is that right? <laughs> oh, I mean, I, this, this is if, if everybody doesn't say this one. I mean. <laughs> Uh, it's harder than you think. It is. Think, no, it's think, not. This is not a hard question. Think it through. It's Jeff. <laughs> it's Jeff. Come on. Is everybody Tony? picking me? Uh, I I have also said Jeff. But no, I, I okay. also said Jeff. <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> are we giving reasons or no? What, because you're what Jeff. Reason? What is that? That's not a good <laughs> enough reason. Uh, I mean. I would say all of us. I to, mean, listen, to the childish degree, yes. things we do. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And you being the oldest of us. All right, I'll take that. <laughs> right, uh, all of us to Not a my degree. Fault. My parents had sex before your parents had sex. All of us to a degree. I, I, I was going Jeff, but I'm telling you, I think, I think Scott. Had, there's some arguments for Scott. There the, are. The virginity, so you're, you're, you're a second place. The virginity yeah. thing is a big flag. And also when it the, comes the to just, this. just now, you know, moving out of Moon's basement. Mm. Getting After your thirty own, years, getting your own place. You know what? This may not oh, be man. not acting your age, but Scott is one of those people, and I'm not good at this with anybody. But Scott's one of those people. If you told me he was 25, I'd believe it. And if you told me he was 43, I'd believe it. You're one of those people. I'll I can't it. tell by the way you look or by the way you act how old you are. I, there, there's a guy that was arrested, <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. So I guess he he gets your vote. Yeah, I showed uh, right. I showed Tony this uh, this mugshot earlier this morning. There's a guy that was arrested in uh, in Collinsville, and uh, look at his mugshot. And you go, how old is this guy? This guy is in his 40s, like 36 years old. Mm. Look at me compared to this guy. I'm 40 years old. Do I look 40? No. No way. No way Thanks, guys. Man, you you out of your mind. Wow, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I also, uh, I think Moon is close with that just because he's in 8,000 projects and he's traveling all the time and he can still get up every day. It's crazy. So that's like a young person ability to rebound fast and get back so out So you there. picked Moon? It was between him and Jeff. It ended up with... Jeff, just because I mean, we're <laughs> you want to make it anonymous, right? And who did yeah, you yeah. pick, Jeff? The goof. Uh, I picked Scott. Yeah. Okay, anonymous. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, I, I that was a, catch that. That was a gimme. We got we, That was a gimme. We got to do one more. Oh, all, right, all right, that was a gimme. Uh, the next two are okay. The next two are, are simple. But I'll let you pick between the next two. The, the first one is if someone does, was to steal from another person in this room, <laughs> who would it be? It's horrendous. And the other one is uh, who is most likely to disappoint someone in the bedroom? But I think that one's easy. Which one are we doing? Scott. Who's <laughs> <laughs> ready? Easy. All right, so we'll go with, we'll go with the oh, stealing one. So if someone was to steal from another person in this room, who would it be? You think that's an easy question? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's easy. And there's a good reason I think it's easy. Oh, man, I, I, I want to know you. I literally am blanking. That's why it's easy. 
because nobody can actually get insulted. There's no way any of us think anybody would do that. Not not. Right. But not that's this that's five. the point of this game. You are supposed to go I know, I know. out of the five of us. Who is most likely to do this, I, and I, what's your reasoning? I know, but the sting isn't going to be there because our reasoning is going to be shallow. I, I honestly don't think any of you would steal from me. That's what I'm saying. This is. Uh, I'm way too scared to steal. I would from steal Riz. your heart, and that's about it. <laughs> Stop looking at me. Everything's accounted for, by the way, just so you know. So, <laughs> I was just saying, I don't know if you heard what I said. Everything's for me because I have everything inventory. That's why. And there's cameras Did you everywhere. hear what I said? Uh, no, no. I said, I would, I'm would. i too scared to steal from Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> we all know each other well enough to know that that's not in us. Right. Uh, hmm. He keeps looking at me, though. No, it's not you. Okay, good. Who is it? Man. I'll go first if it'll help. Go ahead. I'm saying King Scott. And because he could a hide behind the religion thing, and then two, I sold oh, so this he would Jesus. steal. Yeah, I say I wouldn't Jesus do it. Jesus, Jesus steal? No, Jesus, I wouldn't steal. I'm a religious man. So you and also he would steal, but have, would have an excuse for right. it. Right, and he's also, got a good excuse for wow. stealing. Also, because uh, out of everybody, he's the one who needs stuff the most. That's what I would say. <laughs> I put King Scott because of necessity. That's what I would say because he has the least, and he's already stolen my heart as well. So. Uh, Who'd you, you say? <sighs> Well, I, I, wrote I sent a different answer. I wrote down what something do you do? different. I sent a different answer. Go uh-huh. ahead. What are you Go doing ahead. now, Jeff? I was going to make a joke. I was going to say Jeff. Uh, Why? Uh, I don't want to say it. I'm not going to say it. Were you going to no. say Jeff Why? because he would steal and he wouldn't have to live with a guilty conscience because he'll die soon? Hey. Oh. Oh. Yeah, let's just go with that. Wow. Jeez. Oh. Holy smokes. <laughs> I did not say that. Say that. At least it's funny. No, but I would change, I would change <laughs> well, this thanks, to Scott because I'm pretty sure he's Savage. stolen food from me and not, not even realized. Who would you write that? You wrote down Jeff? I wrote down Jeff. But what was the reason? I didn't really have Why? a reason. Uh, I, I thought there was going to be a reason. There was going to be something with like the viciousness of radio and he's the most radio guy in here. That's true. What? The viciousness of like you know radio personality like they'll they'll cut your throat even if you're 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 their oh, okay. friend and I'm just saying like by default he's the most radio guy in here because he has the most experience and I was going and I will cut your throat somehow down that that yeah, he has line a sharp microphone on him at he, all times he'd steal he'd steal your job <laughs> oh you're a job stealer wow yeah. oh totally Oof. Yeah. Are you kidding See, me stop it Oof. I changed it. Scott it's you pseudo <laughs> <laughs> show traffic and weather. Yeah, the Club Doe, Jeff Burton's got your crap on celebrities after the break. <laughs> Why do we always have to end it with me shouting out Jeff? Because I you. feel like he hates me for the rest of the day. I was going you you're a time stealer. Hey, go to the next card, which is who do we That's all so hate good. the most in here? I steal your minutes. <laughs> time stealer. Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, all the games, all the time, and also your home for the official Blues Bash playoff parties. Yeah, Hot Shots, because they're official partners with your St. Louis Blues. This is what you get. You get all the amazing TVs to watch your Blues hockey, but also during each game, you can take your shot at winning great prizes. I'm talking autographed Blues merchandise, tickets, rally signs, rally towels, merchandise, and a ton more. Louie and the Blue Crew will be on hand during select away games as well, so you can come party with uh, Louie as well. Great food, great drinks. TVs everywhere. It's Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. All the games, all the time. It's Drew Lynch, and you're listening to the the, the Rizzuto Show. Hey, happy birthday, Riz. I asked you about your uh, Easter plans earlier. You know, St. Louis is uh, a great city to celebrate Easter. And I guess there there was a list come out. This came out uh, from WalletHub.com, the uh, biggest cities in the country for the best place to spend Easter this year. And St. Louis is uh, number five. Hey, look at us. And they based it on a couple different factors. The percentage of the population that's Christian, churches per capita, brunch restaurants, candy and flower shops, egg hunt events, 
and the weather forecast. Weather's going to be great on Sunday. I think I'm done with the Easter egg hunts, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, first of all, my kids are you know, getting older now. They're not, they're not like, hey, let's go to an Easter egg hunt. Right. But I'm talking about the ones at, like, the parks and stuff. Yeah. I've seen some nasty stuff. Parents just embarrassing themselves. Yeah. It's like the crowd. They take the hockey parents from the crowd at the hockey games oh, and bring them to the Easter egg hunts. I had to bite my tongue at, at, embarrassing. The, one that, at the one that we just had. At my, at my kid's school, I had to bite my tongue because they have specific instructions. And I understand that the little kids don't get it, but the parent that's standing right next to them does. So when they say, like, we're thinking about each kid get about six or seven eggs, and then the candy is free game that's that's around. And then you got the mom going, get that egg, get that egg, get, oh, a, yeah. get that All egg. Right. Get this, is the, like, uh, this is the event for the three to five-year-olds, and then the parents are out there collecting for their kids and pushing other kids out of the way. I'm, yeah. s- I'm sitting there looking at this. So like, Easter. Both my kids have little tiny, like, I mean, I got them at, like, the dollar store, little tiny, like, pink and blue buckets that maybe hold 10 eggs tops. And I'm looking at this guy who, Jeff, you'll get this reference, has a bag that looks like he just bought a comforter at Burlington Co. Factory. Uh-huh. It's a bag that eight of us can fit into. And he's got, and he brought he's that. got stick them on so and he can he just roll around and grab everything. <laughs> yeah, 36 <laughs> eggs. I'm like, what are you doing? No, they're all filled with, with uh, mini Snickers, huh? Yeah. You really need that many. Somebody's got their five-year-old putting rosin on his hands, getting ready to go, <laughs> stretching out. Get I your mean, hammies going. Screaming, you, get the yellow one, there's a dollar in it. You gotta remember the stories that I used to tell after running those adult Easter egg hunts when I worked for the old those classic were adults, hit station. And those were like with decent prizes in those. Well, yeah, I mean, but there, but there was very specific rules. You could pick a total of 10 eggs and there would be people that would show up with trash bags full of eggs. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And they're like, what? Well, it's pathetic when it's just little kids and little plastic eggs with little little candies in them. And you're pushing, as an adult, you're pushing a, you know, a three-year-old out of the way. Well, anyway... Good for us, number five. <laughs> do you guys do full? Clearly, blown, we enjoy it here. Yeah, but. do you guys do full blown Easter gifts and all that? Uh, my wife, uh, you know, she'll buy a basket and That's something I never grew basket up. Basket for the kids. We it, do the basket. It made no sense. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A, a basket with like candy. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Yeah, candy, and then there's usually a toy or a couple like small toys. Yeah, when I was like growing up, I used to get a toy. See, I never got any of that. I mean, I got I got a basket and had a chocolate. A bunny and and a couple things and great that that was fun and if we chose to dye eggs and hide them my brother and I would do that and then we'd find a rotten egg three months later and yeah. that was like that was yeah, the thing this, you don't have the carton out where you go all right there's one missing yeah but I feel like now my kids are coming home saying so and so got this for an Easter present I'm like jeez well like, you how many move there do you get right go move to Johnny's house then <laughs> no we'll do we'll color eggs. We'll call our eggs probably on Saturday and then Sunday we'll... Yeah, we're doing that tonight. Oh, tonight? Yeah, maybe tonight. Ah. Push it off to tomorrow. <laughs> the bastards won't know. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. <laughs> oh, another beautiful holiday in the Riz house. <laughs> no, we have fun. All right, time to, <laughs> time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment. With your crap on celebrities. Brought to you by Amco Ranger, protecting people and property from pests since 1965. There was a death in Hollywood recently. Uh, those of you that watch Train Spotting 2, are you guys familiar with 2? I knew the first one. That's what I was worried about in this room. But there's a dude uh, named, a uh, character named Doyle. And maybe you'll remember this particular scene if you can understand any of this. Right. Mark and Simon, right? Do you know who I am? Good. So you know that I own a couple of saunas in the North End, bro. 
Well, God bless you. Oh, you boys should know. Uh, I have no idea. So, yeah, okay, so his name's Bradley Welsh, 48-year-old. His name is Doyle in that particular one. And he's got the main dude, Train Spotting 2. I can't remember his name. Ewan McGregor? Yes, him and another guy. And he's, they're over in an open grave, and it's basically uh, the, the, the one-way ride, if you will. Train Spotting uh, came out when I was in high school. And it was one of those movies where it was cool to wa- cool to watch and cool to love yeah. train spotting. Yeah. And I remember seeing it going, this is not for me. This yeah. is, I don't really get this. Yeah, so they did it too. I guess you guys didn't see that one. Maybe I, I didn't understand so, it. Yeah, it could be. So this was a, he was 48 years old, shot to death in his home in Edinburgh. Uh, he was found in a public stairwell. Oh my God. They're treating it as a murder, but they haven't said anything about a motive or any arrests or anything kind of like that. He was better known as a boxer in his native of uh, Scotland. I thought this was ironic. Wow. Because we were talking about it yesterday. Uh, Everybody in Scotland's cool. No, yeah. no, no. We were talking about how we're going to do a live show. Yes. In Scotland, which needs to happen. <laughs> okay. You said it was going to happen. Yeah, eventually. He no, was no, a boxer. Said- he was a boxer back in the day before he, uh, well, he got into uh, a little bit of uh, organized crime. Uh, he said he mobbed and robbed a lot of, a lot in his youth. Oh, that's bad when you jail. just say, when you take that and you make it a verb. I, mob I, I mobbed a lot. Mobbed okay. and robbed. Mobbed and robbed. And then he turned himself around and, and uh, has this gym, and it just sucks because he turned himself around, has a gym for a young men who were in a bad way, if you will. So, anyway. Uh, Lori Laughlin's daughter, Isabella, is apparently the one that they, and maybe both of them too, but for sure Isabella's the one that they're going after now. Uh, she's the one who received one of those letters from federal prosecutors saying, we coming after you. And The uh, kid, huh? Yeah, the kid. Because, And it's not really super clear exactly why yet, but you can, I would imagine you're uh, in on it if you're posing on a in a in a rowing on a rowing boat thing to be a part of the team to that get a scholarship really a and you're of. not actually a part of it. So they're the the prosecutors are saying, look, we know that you know are you you knew what was going on. So that's the the See, one. I of wonder the daughters if, they, if they're, they're grabbing her to have her kind of roll on the parents. That wouldn't it would totally make sense, wouldn't it? Uh, he is no longer Mr. Williams. Now Kevin Hunter is no longer the executive producer of the Wendy Williams show. She's cleansing him completely. Uh, he got the uh, we wish you well in your future endeavors email. So Wendy Williams, the hut, well, the now ex-husband or going to be ex-husband, was her manager and producer of her show. Yes, yeah, since the very beginning of the show. And so now they're getting divorced and he's been fired. Yeah, 11 years he was on that show. That's how long it's been around. The, uh, they split um, uh, uh, allegations of abuse and then obviously he had a kid with somebody else. Uh, she'd, he'd been with this yeah, other somebody person. Somebody else. Yeah, 10 years he was with this mistress, apparently. So, and, oh, by the way, even worse news, she's taken back the Ferrari that uh, she gave Not him. the Ferrari. <laughs> Not the Ferrari. My job, fine, but not the Ferrari. Uh, we talked recently about how Britney Spears went back in to uh, get a kind of refresh of the batteries, kind of help, that sort of thing. Apparently, it was worse than that because people say, quote, she would be dead if she didn't check herself back into that mental health facility. That happened earlier this month. They were saying that uh, her advisors negotiating her second Las Vegas residency, and then all of a sudden, everybody thought, you know what, she's getting out of control here. No really saying what she what was going on, but she reportedly stopped taking yeah, her medicine. Whatever, she stopped taking her meds. And, or and the all. wrong amounts of the meds. She said too. she didn't like the way the meds were were, I guess, making her feel. And uh, then she went to another doctor, and the doctor said, well, we'll put you on these, and she refused to take those. Yeah. And the dad said, we're not doing anything. Like, I'm going to, no residency, nothing. You need to go check yourself in. Right, and it doesn't say, it's unclear whether or not she's uh, being held against her will, so to speak. She's been in there but, since January, from what I believe. Yeah, so hopefully she get herself right. So that Nexium sex cult that uh, got busted, now we're going to get a documentary from HBO, which... This looks like it'll be amazing. 
Uh, this is uh, the Smallville actress that Allison Mack, she got caught up in this whole thing, recruiting women, uh, branding themselves, having sex yeah, with Yeah, you know what? Dude, I listened to a podcast about this uh, this cult, and yeah. it's, it's more than just a sex cult. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like a self-help group. Right, yeah, so to be, become a better person, especially for females. And it was, it wasn't just, you know, it was more than just females. It was... It was guys too, and they they had branches a lot of places. From what I understand, it, it focused a lot on females being better in a in a male dominated industry and stuff like that. But I'm sure, and it yeah. was like a pyramid scheme, yeah. and it was more than just a sex cult thing. That was a little part of it, where not all members were sex cult members. Yeah, and one of the people, uh, I, I guess they're somebody that was involved in like an introductory uh, uh, lesson to Nexium is actually behind this. So, gonna get an inside look at this thing. So, yeah, you, that's the po- I'd listen to her on this podcast this woman that should be pretty fascinating uh ariana grande just copped to something that is it's weird to me maybe i'm making too much of this but she basically said she hates actually performing on stage and i don't know if that would affect you mentally if you go to watch a perform and i think tool right away uh if you go you know pay all this money to watch somebody perform and you know they're just going through the motions and they don't want to be there that bother you at all uh yeah, especially if a ticket's a lot of money, and I, I, you know, took a day off of work. Yeah, and I, I fought to the parking, and it depends on the band. Well, she said on Twitter, she said, "quote Making music is healing. Performing it is like reliving it all over again, and it's hell." And then she deleted the comment for whatever reason. But then somebody asked her about because they were probably like, "Hey, delete that, right?" Because you're trying to sell tickets for upcoming shows. And she's on a tour, and somebody said, does this mean you're canceling the rest of your tour? And she said no. But that that would stick with me if I went and saw somebody and I knew, hey. Hey, listen, well, Ariana, just because a thought pops in your head doesn't mean you have to put it on social media. Yeah, but that doesn't – those words are a little different than, hey, I hate performing. Don't don't you think? I, I, can, I can give some respect to what she's saying, and she's saying it in a moment where – Whatever she's performing is is bringing up some emotions. Uh, be, being somebody that's written songs about periods of your life and, and whatever, there's a point where it may be unpleasant to perform that particular song, and then it means nothing and you get over it. But then you know what? So it's that, a cycle. That may be yeah. the case, but when you put something like that, it could be perceived as something else. Yeah, right. I think so she's. You being, don't have to post. Yeah, that. I think she's being misunderstood. But that was um, no reason for us to know that necessarily, and also no reason to post something like that. Again, it pops in your head. You don't have to post it. Right, yeah. Remember yesterday we were talking about that Korean uh, band, that BTS, uh, how just massively, huge. massively huge they are. Well, then now they have broken a Guinness World Record. Uh, the song is Boy With Love, and the video, which debuted with 74.6 million views in its first 24 hours for this song. This song right here. They're Korean, right? Yeah. Correct, yeah. So it's a K-pop band. Yeah. Um, huge. Huge. And this is the song with, I think it's K-Play, maybe? Yeah, huge know, but... song. 74.6 million views in the first 24 hours. Now they own records for number one most viewed uh, YouTube video in 24 hours, uh, most viewed YouTube mu- music video in 24 hours, wow. and number three most viewed YouTube music video in 24 are, hours. Are they being pop band? Are they being played on pop stations? I, like US I don't pop know. Stations? I don't know. I haven't heard that song anywhere, but that's pretty. I mean, it sounds cool. Yeah, I know Hollywood's really digging them. I, I, well, they're they on Saturday Night Live. I, I, I don't know if they're, if they're being played on pop stations. Yeah. Uh, last scene what is, is a BTS. I'm sorry. BTS. Yes. Yeah. BTS. And the name of the song is Boy with Love. That's L U V. Go ahead. Okay. I'll, I'll let you know if they pop up here. La- last song ever heard. 
The last ever scene of The Sopranos, it was what? Don't stop believing. Steve Perry was completely 100% against using that. So even weirder, if you think about uh, what a lot of people say is, you know, a very bad ending to a series would have a different song in it. I don't know if that would matter to you or not. But he said he didn't want to be associated, that song, associated with a family getting whacked at the end of a series. It's kind of interesting how they talked him into using that song. I was the one that was holding out and approving. So so I guess the the Sopranos producers... We're like, hey, can we use Correct. Journeys Don't Stop Believing? Right. Yeah. For the final scene. Correct. So I guess they he asked, all right, what's the scene going to be about? Right. And then they told him. and I was the one that was holding out and approving that song only because I did not want to see the whole family get whacked. Because it was the last one, it was all hush-hush and very tight. I told my publisher, I said, I won't say yes unless you get a phone call from somebody in David Jace's office or David himself. Four o'clock, she calls me. She says, okay, you have to swear not to tell nobody. I said, I promise. She tells me how it ends. Did not tell me they went to black. Because I like the rest of the country when it went to black. <laughs> I mean, what happened to my TV? So does that mean that so, that Steve Perry knows the ending? Because he said that he was told no, what happened. I think he just means he, the ending that we all saw, but he couldn't tell anybody ahead of time. But he just no, said he that just he was shocked. That. He was shocked when it went to black. So he knows the ending. Oh, so I see Steve Perry saying. and that gorgeous mullet out there knows what exactly happened. <gasps> At the end of Sopranos. See, I didn't get that from that. And apparently they didn't get whacked then. Because they didn't want to be associated with that. No, he said the whole family. Yeah. Oh, somebody out there has got to know Mr. Perry. I still love... Somebody hook his his nipples up to batteries. we got to get the answer out of him. I still love that theory. And and the, the creator of the Sopranos, he came out and said... Somebody asked him and said... You got to tell us 100% what happens at the end of The Sopranos, who ends up dying. And his response was, you. And if you go back and you look at the theories, it is fascinating how they go through that theory. We're like, there are a bunch of major characters that die. And when they die or when they get shot or whatever happens is from a first person point of view, like down the barrel of a gun. and down. So like the whole thing... It's basically like you are seeing The Sopranos from your eyes, and that's why things go to black, because you are the one that died. It is twisted. I said that to you. Yeah, It's yeah. twisted, and it's crazy. I remember watching And that. it makes sense. Uh, this was really nice to hear, uh, this Eric Clapton uh, oh, yeah. audio. This was really nice to hear because the guy has been seen in wheelchairs recently. Well, we talked about him a couple weeks ago, like, hey... APB on Eric Clapton. Last time we saw him, he looked in terrible shape, wearing sweatpants, being being pushed through an airport oh, yeah, that's right. in a wheelchair. And I remember reading a report that he can barely play guitar again because of you know his I guess age, playing guitar all these years. But check out what he did for the first time in six years. Solo too. Yeah. I listen to the whole And he's got dates coming up in May. Yeah. I was listening when I first heard this. I was listening for the din 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 just to see if he was still nailing it. And he's nailing it. 
Yeah, he, the, did, he did the whole solo, too. By the way, real quick, uh, BTS or whatever, it's 35 on the Billboard pop charts right now. And that was Halsey in that song with him. Halsey. Damn it, anyway. Oh, speaking of Halsey. Okay, so there are collaborations, then there's this. Lil Dicky put out a, uh, a new video yesterday. Who's Lil Dicky? Do I know this? Dude, he's Yeah, he's uh, you know Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky, we've showed you the videos. Lil Dicky has that, like, 12-minute song where he's talking about a one-night stand. With oh, the okay, okay. Also, also his, his, I would like to say, quote-unquote, most popular songs. The first one is Freaky Friday, where him and Chris Brown switch bodies. Okay. Well, that was his, his latest single. The one before that, and where he got big, was called Save That Money. Yeah. Where he basically shoots a music video by basically going up to like mansions and knocking on the door and be like, "Hey, we're shooting a music video. Can I borrow your backyard?" Mm. And the whole thing is about pulling off like a rap career with no money. Like, save that. He goes money. to a T Pain video shoot and goes, "Hey, can I shoot the backside of your music video?" <laughs> so like oh, the crowd's looking at the stage and he's behind him and it looks like it's a it's at a concert, but it's oh, the back funny. of people. Yeah, yeah the little bit that I've seen is, is entertaining. I, I remember the pillow talk. At video. the same time, even with all the shtick and the funny stuff, and he's you know this this Jewish good rapper Super guy, talented. he's so freaking good. So good. Boy, so he's got something new out? Yeah, it's called Earth. Earth? No, it's Earth with a T-H, yeah. There's slight collaborations in this, okay? okay. I'm going to read the list of people that he collaborated with, and you just tell Is me when you want me to stop. Is this for the video or for the song? The song and the video, but it's animated. I mean, a lot, some of it, I guess I should say, is animated. Uh, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Halsey, Zach Brown, Brendan Urie, Haley Steinfeld, Wiz Khalifa, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg plays in the video. Uh, Kevin Hart plays Kanye in the video. Adam Levine, Sean Mendez, Charlie Puth, Puth uh, Miley Cyrus, Lil John, Rita Ora, uh, Miguel, Lil Katie John, Perry. Lil John plays a clown. Miguel? Yes. Lil Yachty plays uh, HPV. <laughs> Ed Sheeran plays a koala. Megan Trainer, John Legend, Leonardo DiCaprio. Guess guess what Leonardo DiCaprio plays? Himself? You got it. <laughs> Because he can. Uh, that that pillow talking video, I don't know if you remember, I but do remember. All, all of a sudden a brain comes up and his brain starts to rap, which is just little dicky pitched down, and the brain starts to rap and has a whole verse and everything. <laughs> Two years after that video came out, brain came out with his own single. <laughs> the brain from the video? Yep. Well, let's hear the song. Come on, everybody. I know we're not all the same, but we're living on the same earth. Have you ever been to Earth? Everyone who's listening has been to Earth, Ariana. We're not making music for aliens here. You know what, Bieber? We might die. I'm not going to lie to you. In fact, the profits that come along with the streams and the sale of this song are going right into the earth. Let's raise some money for charity. Any words, Leo? This might be my favorite song ever. It's awesome. Wow. That's really Thanks, awesome. Leo. We love the earth. It is our planet. We love the earth. I mean, it's silly. It but it's meant to be silly, huh? Yeah. yeah. All of his stuff is silly, but at the same time, it's good. you catch yourself going, wow, this is actually really good, too. I'm downloading. And it's brilliant, too, with all the people yes. in it and it being animated, you know, partly. You just, you're looking for stuff the entire uh-huh. time, you know what I mean? It's keeping That's your, fun. Your, I like your brain uh, busy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guess who else now who hasn't done this for a while is going on on a comedy tour? Two of the four people in this room have met this man. Someone Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is going oh. on in this world. Yeah. I haven't seen the St. Louis date. I haven't seen any dates yet. He just basically announced it. Well, you guys uh, guest appeared on his show. He should probably guest appear on ours. I think it'd be I think it'd be smart. It'd be smart. Uh, and if you're a fan of Last Man Standing, they did renew it for season oh, that's eight. Good. Yeah. All right, in theaters this weekend, you have a movie called Breakthrough, which has a, a very local connection here. It's a true story of a kid that fell through the ice, was declared dead, and they brought him back to life. And where was that out of? St. Charles. St. Charles. People don't know that this is actually the childhood story of Mike Bush. Did you guys know nope. that? 
That's I don't believe that is correct. true. Yeah. Channel 5 guy, no. Nope. Huh. Of all the names. Uh, the so yes, an inspirational true story of one mother's unfaltering love in the face of impossible odds. When Joyce Smith's adopted son John falls through an icy Missouri lake, all hope seems lost. But as John lies lifeless, Joyce refuses to give up. Her steadfast belief inspires those around her to continue to pray for John's recovery, even in the face of every case history and scientific prediction. Breakthrough is an enthralling reminder that faith and love can create a mountain of hope, and sometimes, guys, even a miracle. Critics, 64%. Audience, 76%. And for Riz? Uh, I mean, it's... Will you, will you be seeing this? Uh, let me ask, I'm let me ask the big guy. Probably not. <laughs> also, in theaters this weekend, you have The Man Who Killed Don Quixote... Dude, uh, directed by Terry Gilliam. This looks so good. It, this I mean, looks great. It, it sounds so you silly. You haven't heard of this, huh? I've never heard of Adam it. Adam Driver's in it. The only reason I, I checked it out is because uh, my son and I were, were um, he, he wants to watch X-Men and like do the X-Men thing. So I was looking on Apple TV and some other things. And they have this uh, trailers channel. And it's like featured on the trailers channel. It, it's the, it looks so good. So yeah. weird and wacky well, and Gilliam that, That's style. a Terry Gilliam type of movie. Uh, he remember he did Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. He did some some great some great movies. Former uh, Monty Python guy. Well, not former, probably still Monty Python guy. But uh, critics sixty two percent, audience seventy one percent. Crabby birthdays. Maria Sharapova is thirty two. Hayden Christensen is thirty eight. Uh, Kate Hudson is forty. James Franco forty one. Tim Curry is seventy three. Joey Lawrence. Whoa. Is 43. Uh, Carmen Electra, 47. Don Mattingly is 58. My favorite baseball player growing up, Donnie Baseball. Mm -hmm. uh, George Takei is 82. James McAvoy, speaking of X Men, he is Professor X in the new ones. He is 40. Rob Regal is 49. And today's Burton, the birthday of the day. Uh, this guy's got a pretty long list of movies and television shows. I picked out some of the highlights. He was Tony on Taxi, he was Tony on Who's the Boss. He was Tony Sr. on the show The Good Cop, and he was also Tony on The Tony Danza Show. Jeff, any guesses? Uh, is it Alan Alda? Riz, what about you? Samantha? It's not Samantha. Mona? Not Mona either. Jonathan? It's not Jonathan. <laughs> Angela? It's not Angela. <laughs> yes, Tony Danza, 68 uh. years young today. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Victoria Rose. Today's birthday girl has been smashed more than car windows during a hailstorm in 141 fine films, including Drunk Sex Orgy, It's Where the Wild Hoes Go, Dude, Your Girlfriend's in a Porno, Toys and No Boys, Green Card Cuties, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Dude, Seriously, Did You Bang My Sister? <laughs> Victoria Rose is 35 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Tony Danza was in that movie that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, Gordon did. Uh, it's about the guy that was addicted to porn. Angels oh, in the Outfield? No. No, stop it. They were both in that <laughs> movie, And it was Don John. <laughs> yes. It was called Don John, which is a good movie. Have you seen that? I have oh, not. With uh, Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. Yeah, that is a really good movie. And Tony Danza's the dad. And he's hooked on porn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, he's like, is he hooked on porn? Yes. Or is no, JGL the, or whatever. The, the Joseph oh, yeah, Gordon-Levitt character. Uh, he's like, he has all these super pretty girlfriends and all this, but he just like gets no satisfaction out of it and then he ends up meeting, uh, what's the older gal's name? Uh, Julianne Moore. 
Yes. Hey, podcasters, Jeff Burton talking about the Missouri Department of Conservation. If you haven't gone out and checked it out yet, you really should, especially now. The weather is fantastic. Everything is turned. There's buds everywhere. There's turtles walking around. If you're digging the hiking, now's the time to do it. Uh, Hiking, fishing, hunting, bird watching, checking out the trees. You can go to where you get your apps and get the Mo Outdoors app, and you will find an amazing conservation area near you. Jeff Burton, 105.7, to follow my journey out in the woods or 1057thepoint.com slash hiking. We're putting together a big group hike, and I want you to be there. 1057thepoint.com slash hiking. Let me tell you about my insurance agent, the number one Allstate insurance agent in the St. Louis metropolitan area. That is Tracy Bibb. Everybody needs insurance. Everybody wants a good deal, and this is why you need to call Tracy to get that no-obligation quote. And when you make the switch, maybe she could save you a couple hundred bucks off your premiums every year. Not going to know until you call her. 314-352-4494, 314-352-4494, or text QUOTE to 65780. We'll send you all her info. Tracy Bibb, Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? out the window why you look at them moon put a banana in tony in uh in jeff's mouth well there was more than the banana there was a, the, the guy the guy oh, had wait, a that was a banana <laughs> the guy had a problem because there was a banana and just one orange it truly is a good friday guys <laughs> oh boy <laughs> friday fail stories sponsored by moritz royce jewelry the exclusive jeweler of the riz show you know there's a big fantasy about living in international waters i don't know especially for libertarians and other people who don't want any government to be able to tell them what to do i don't have to i don't have to do taxes i don't have to i don't have to do that where's your house i have an international uncle. waters <laughs> i have an uncle used to say that all the time he's in jail now <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately it's it's really more of a fantasy than reality and there's a couple that's learning that the very hard way there's a, there's a guy named uh, Chad, and he's originally from Michigan. You know Chad from Michigan? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mich- he's Mich- the only one. Michigan Chad, yeah. He is a Bitcoin millionaire. Made a ton of money. And he and his wife recently decided to move onto a small floating pod about 12 nautical miles off the coast of Thailand in international waters. It's actually pretty neat. I wouldn't, listen, it's not something I would do, but literally their house is floating 12 miles off the coast of Thailand in international waters. Totally sovereign and lawless, right? No, Thailand didn't see it that way. They identified it as a new nation basically setting up in their maritime territory. Oh, boy. Which is a threat to their coast. So Chad and his wife are now facing criminal charges in Thailand, and it could be punishable by death. What? 
failed. So they have bailed from their floating utopia, and they are now on the run. Perfect plan, huh? They're now on the swim. They're somewhere. <laughs> but, yeah, you got to see pictures of this thing. There's video and everything. Look it up. I'm going to look it up. Again, it's not for me. You said you said Michigan Chad. <laughs> Michigan yeah, Chad, the, the Chad from Michigan. And uh, yeah, floating pod. I stopped in Chad, Michigan. <laughs> Wait, what? Whoa, could face death penalty. Look at that. Is it it's this? Like, it's like a shrunken yeah. down Fraggle Rock version of like an oil tanker thing, where it oh, sits so about yeah. seven feet off oh. the the water. Yeah. So that's where he was living. About the size of a tiny living room. Yeah. I was gonna say, what do you put? Is that is that three bedrooms? Is that two and a half? Is it got a half uh, I mean, bath? Not, not much. It's like a yurt. Yeah, it's really not much of anything, but it's his how's house. The, how's the Wi-Fi there? Do they get spectrum? I was just gonna say, do they get spectrum out there. <laughs> how did they not know? I mean, that it was, it's involved. I mean, there's a big cement pillar going into the water. Nobody from the government. Excuse me, Chad. Well, is it international waters? What are you doing? I'm, I'm Chad from Michigan. It's all good. Well, I gotta know how much it costs to to um, construct, you yeah. know, the, the the concrete pillar, and I'm sure it's not cheap. What in the world? And they I'd got love to see inside there. And they too. got like a row. There are pictures with like a small. Oh, there are like a small uh, boat. So it's like their driveway. Yeah. Uh guys, this is why I tell you never sleep in a dumpster. I don't. I always tell you guys. Uh, you, uh, you said it a couple when, times. Well, to usually Jeff. when when you leave, I go Jeff. Yeah. Go home, not the dumpster. <laughs> Rough night for a guy in uh, Pennsylvania, sleeping in a dumpster, uh, tossed into the back of a garbage truck oh, no. as the trash was being emptied. Not only was he in the garbage truck, but he realized his prosthetic leg was missing. And uh, he's not hurt because, uh, thank God, he wasn't compacted, but the uh, the leg is still missing. So they can't find his leg. The leg was probably compacted, correct? I, I mean, They don't know where it is. I'm assuming it was in the dumpster with him. He was taken to the hospital for an evaluation again. He's okay, but the, the leg is, is still missing. Drunk or not, if you have a prosthetic leg to get into a dumpster, I think you need it. Homeless, drunk, whatever. Don't sleep in a dumpster. Okay? Okay. A woman from Des Moines, which they keep in Iowa, I believe. Des Moines? Um, what's today? This woman tried to do the right thing by turning herself in after a warrant had been issued for her arrest. So she failed to appear for a bond hearing after violating a no-contact order. I guess back in 20, uh, 2018, she got into a fight with somebody at her apartment complex. A knife was involved. Anyway, so she reported to jail last week to turn herself in. And during the intake process, a small, clear, plastic baggie with a white crystalline substance fell out of her pants right onto the booking room floor. Oops. Should have checked your pockets before reporting to jail. And it was it was meth. Uh, so okay. now I've been charged with possession of a controlled substance. Failed. I was hoping you'd say it was fun dip. Damn it. It was not. Usually in these stories, it's not fun dip. Mm. I mean, technically. You're holding out hope one day. Yeah. Technically, <laughs> you dip into that bag, and it is definitely fun for some. Mm-hmm. Um, you haven't lived until you've you've had a terrible experience with an aggressive car salesman at, at a dealership, but this this is maybe not this aggressive. Uh, there is a 42 year old guy named Daniel Bryant, not the wrestler. He's Daniel Bryant. Daniel Bryant. Daniel Bryan is the wrestler. Correct. Not Bryant. Correct. So they're not related. Not at all. <laughs> Matter of fact, his real name is Brian Danielson. Oh, what? Leonard. All right, Brian Daniel. I'm sorry, Daniel Bryant. <laughs> 
This guy works as a uh, car salesman at a Chevy dealership in Chattanooga. And last month, he sold the guy uh, a truck. And then a couple weeks ago, that guy brought the truck in for service. And then Daniel offered to give him a ride home. And when they got in the car, Daniel kidnapped the guy, threatened to kill him, made him take out $200,000 from the bank, and then forced him to smoke crack. I'm not sure what kind of plan this was, but... What? <laughs> so, kidnapped him. He smoked his crack right now. Right, brought the truck in for service. Daniel, the salesman, kidnapped him, threatened to kill him, made him withdraw $200,000 from the bank, and then forced him to smoke crack. And then Daniel fled with the cash. But the FBI tracked him down, and he's facing charges for kidnapping, bank robbery, and extortion. Failed. Not sure. Not sure what's going on there. Oh, man, this is, this is a good story. This is a good one. Uh, there is a 65-year-old grandma named Clarice. She lives in Gainesville, Florida. And, she, and she's, a, she's a great grandma. And back in high school, she played softball. That last detail is important. So uh, in the middle of the night on Sunday, she hears a noise outside of her apartment. And she sees a 300-pound guy just wearing underwear, trying to break into her car. Okay. His plan is... Pff, 65-year-old woman, great grandma, easy target. Fortunately, Clarice had a baseball bat. So when he got close, she whacked him in the head because she had opened up the door to yell at this guy. Like, hey, get away, get away from my car. He charged at her. And she had that bat in her hand and she cracked him in the head. In fact, it got her uh got her talking about it too. Here's Clarice. I grabbed my bat, I braced myself, I tucked that bat and hit him upside a paya! He said, oh! He got a big knot on his head. He was in his rolls. He didn't have no shoes on, no shirt, or nothing. He better be glad I didn't have a gun, because I would have shot him. But this is my gun right here, because I'm going paya! <laughs> paya! Paya! So this guy took off running into a trailer park, and uh, cops were able to track him down. It was a 37-year-old guy named Antonio. He had cocaine on him when he was found. So he was arrested for burglary and drug possession. Failed. Not today. Paya. Not today. Uh, this kind of uh, scheme always works. A uh, guy was arrested after his uh, dumb plan to get his girlfriend out of work failed. Dummy was arrested after he called in a bomb threat to a New Mexico family dollar. Where his uh, his lady worked, he's twenty six and should know better. Yeah, I guess she was out of vacation days. So he was arrested after the cops used a search warrant to get a hold of his phone records. Now looking at uh, over a year in jail on charges of making an unlawful bomb scare. Failed. <laughs> Two more. I guess if you if you get behind the wheel of a Ferrari. You don't want to, you know, crank the gas and see what you can do, huh? I mean, that's probably what most people do. And then you you can expect this to happen. There's you, a you don't you don't rent a Ferrari and go. I hope I can get this up to thirty five. <laughs> I'm gonna just drive the speed limit. Uh, there's a 29 year old guy named Gabriel. He's in Miami, Florida, and on Saturday night he was in the Keys, driving his uh, super sweet Ferrari. I don't know if it was his or was just renting it, but anyway, cops spotted him going uh, going over 75 in a 45. Cop tried to pull him over, but Gabriel took off, started going over 100. Eventually, the cop caught up to him when he stopped at a gas station. 
And Gabriel's excuse for the chase was that he didn't see the cop. He was just speeding for speeding's sake. Quote, the car's a Ferrari. It goes fast. Oh, okay. Have a nice day, sir. Unfortunately for Gabriel, his uh, female passenger told the cops a different story. She said he definitely saw the cop and decided to outrun him. So Gabriel was arrested for fleeing and eluding. Turns out he's got uh, nine different traffic convictions in the past six years. One for doing 155, so probably get his license. Failed. Might be his Ferrari. And finally, a 29-year-old moron from Hillsborough County, Florida, was arrested for playing pretend. My favorite type of fail story. <laughs> Pretending to be a police officer. This guy had his super sweet Chevy Trailblazer outfitted with red and blue lights. And on Tuesday night, he pulled over a car. The car happened to be driven by an undercover detective. Oh, boy, that's... Who immediately knew this was fake, so called 911. And other officers got to the scene, took the guy into custody. He also had a realistic-looking uh, airsoft pistol on him. Jeez. That's a, a playing pretend fail. Failed. Riz, if you look, uh, <laughs> this is actually not the first time that we've heard from the softball grandma. I actually found the audio, and I put it in there. If you want to check it out. Oh, yeah. Here we yep. go. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. And we're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Hiya. Hey, it's Justin Willman. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right. Welcome back. Phone number 314-692-5537. 314-692-5537. Six Walker. Have that number handy because we're about to give out some tickets. Tickets for WWE Live tonight over at Enterprise Center. We got tickets to go see Foles over at the pageant next Wednesday. And a couple tickets for Wayback Point Fest, courtesy of your Mid America Chevy dealers and Dakota Grizzly Men's Apparel featuring Collective Soul and The Urge, Everclear, Gin Blossoms, Living Color, Goldfinger, Stir, and Cowboy Mouth. The show is Saturday, August 31st at the Hollywood Casino Ave Theater. Tickets on sale today at 10 a.m. But the question is, were you paying attention? Yes. So, we play this every Friday. We uh, reward the ones that have been listening to the podcast and been listening to the regular show for all four hours. Every day. So, Jeff will ask you one question question has to do with something that happened on the show this week. If you've been listening, simple. Question right, you win. Your choice of tickets while supplies last. So we run through these uh, phone calls here. If they're busy, keep uh, keep on trying. 314-692-5537-314-6 Walker. Are you guys ready? I am. I'm so yeah, ready. Let's play. And let's go to Nina. Hello, Nina. Hi. 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 All right, here we go. Were you paying attention? Nina, one of us told a story about going to a restaurant with some family members and leaving those family members to go leave the restaurant and go to the bathroom. Who was it? Jeff. Yeah. Was it Jeff? Yes, it was. That's an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> Can you have her say Jeff again? Say Jeff again. Jeff. Jeff, okay. Jeff? I know who this is. She's she's not originally from this area. No? Correct. Where, Where are you from, from? Nina? New Zealand. New Zealand. Oh, Kiwi. Yeah. This is a Team Riz member. 
Ah, the big yes, apple. Yes. Nope. Ah, the big apple. All right, Nina, <laughs> what do you want? Uh, way back, please. All right, way back, Point Fest. You are going. Hang on one second. Nina. You are going to have a great time. Uh, all right, we have one one pair of tickets left for Wayback Point Fest. That's it. One pair of tickets left. Let's go to Pi. Hello, Pi. Hi. Hey, Pi. Here we go. Your question. <laughs> two, sh- two show members were actually wearing blues stuff Tuesday for Tuesday night's blues game. Which two show members? Uh, Jeff and Tony. Whoa! Look at you. Hi, what do you want? Uh, I want the WWE ticket. WWE Live tonight. Pi is going. 314-692-5537. What? The blinker was on the whole time. I just started laughing because of the the thing. Uh, Kyle and Bolton. Yeah. Hello, Kyle. Hey. All right, here we go. Let's make a three in a row. Kyle, All which right. show member has never had a... Ooh. I mean, common sense here. Uh, Jeff Burton. Sorry. Sorry. 314-692-5537. I got four more guesses. Perry. Hello, Perry. Yes. All right, Perry. Question again. Perry, which show member has said they have never eaten a Lunchable? Moon. Sorry. The guesses are down to three now. So we have a Jeff. I haven't had many, but I'm sure We have a Moon. All right, maybe, uh... Maybe our next contestant will have an answer for us as soon as Scott puts the I contestant think this per- on hold. I think this person should also try a Lunchable. Damien, hello. Hello. All right, Damien, here we go. Hey, which show members never had a Lunchable? Rizzuto. Is it me? Yeah! <laughs> and here's why I say... Because you are the self-proclaimed arbiter of taste. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go in with a bad attitude, so I'm probably not going to That's like fine. It. I'm not saying that you got to like it, but as the arbiter of taste, I believe I, that I you have know. to taste The day he does this is the day we announce Boar's Head comes out with Lunchables. No, I already know in my head that I'm not going to like it, so. You still should try it. I don't need to. I'm not, I'm not, you should. There's not anything missing from my life that I need to. Oh, man, a Lunchable will fill the hole. Uh, Damien, what do you want? Uh, what, what's left? All right, you got WWE, which is tonight. You got Wayback Point Fest, and you got t- uh, tickets to go see Foles uh, at the Pack. Wayback Point Fest. All right, Wayback Point Fest. You are going. Hang on. Damien. Going to have a great time. All right, we're out of Wayback tickets. That's it. That's it for the Wayback. We got Foles. We got WWE. All right. Nikki. Yeah. All right, Nikki. Here we go. Nikki, what comedian did we have in the studio on Wednesday? Uh, Craig Gass. Oh! He's coming back. I think he'll be here uh, later today. Hopefully. Uh, all right, Nikki, what do you want? Uh, WWE. WWE. Tonight, you're going. All right. Foles tickets, that's it. One more question. Mm-hmm. You know what, Scott? If they want Wayback tickets, we'll give, uh, we'll give them Wayback tickets, too. Oh, look at you. What if I want oh, wow. to? All right. Okay, wow. I have some? Wow. Uh, Chad. Hello, Chad. Hello. It's the Chad from Eureka, guys. Oh, hey, Chad from Eureka. Eureka's Chad. It's Eureka's I got it. Chad. All right, Chad, here we go. Your question. John Patrico made his triumphant return this week from what replacement surgery? Hip. Oh! Yeah. Look at these. Oh! This has been a pleasant round, guys. Oh, really He's happy. I know, I'm, I'm happy. Chad, what do you want? Sorry about that. I like that. Uh, point fair. You are going, my friend. Way back point fair.
got yourself a pair of shoes. Way back point fast, tickets on sale today at 10 a.m. 10.57, almost then. What a bargain. Bring a $11 bill and you can what check. What a bargain. And uh, Jesco, which is awesome. All right, thank you. The Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back. Don't forget, Donnie Fandango's coming in in just a little bit for the Real of Fake results. Our buddy uh, Craig Gass makes his return. Before he left on Wednesday, he goes, I didn't even tell you any of the stories I had planned out. Well, you were in here for three hours. Seemed like you did. <laughs> the guy's full of stories. Love him. They'll be here in uh, just a little bit. Still got news, and now we got sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by our friends at West County Auto Body, the best auto body repair facility in the country. Blues went into Winnipeg last night, losing two in a row. They had 2-0 series lead. Now the series was tied at two apiece. And after the first period, they were down 2-0, and uh, things weren't looking great. Were looking the terrible. Jets had scored just 12 seconds into the game. They looked fired up. The Blues looked like they were on their heels. Then in the third, Ryan O'Reilly scored about a minute and a half in. 12 minutes later, after a beautiful setup by Oscar Sundquist, Braden Shen made it 2-2. Two to two. It looked like the game was heading into overtime, and then this happened. It's under Morrissey, off three. Shankly can't clear it. Bozak in front, they score! I've already seen somebody post it on social media that's like, cool, I now know what Darren Pang sounds like in one of his most intimate times. Uh, I also got uh, Moon's reaction to the win. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So you say, go all the way. Stanley Cup Finals. Go all the way. Go all the way. Go all the way. You were watching the game Uh on on Twitch last night. That's your final 3-2. to two. Blues up 3-2 to two in the series. Game 6 tomorrow at Enterprise Center. Puck drops at 6 p.m. However, I would uh, highly recommend coming down around 2 p.m. And check out some super awesome, amazing, great, dope entertainment during the pregame festivities. Why? Who else is going to be there? <laughs> Ed Louie. Jeff Shagamoff is going to be there. Yeah, Ed Louie. Oh. Louie will be there. Ed wow, Louis. man. So uh, so every, every, every team that won in the series has been the visitor. Yep. Well, hopefully that changes tomorrow night. That's right. It's going to, Jeff. The Blues look to change that tomorrow night. And if it doesn't continue tomorrow night, then I hope it does continue on Monday. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we don't want to do Monday. I know, but I'm saying. But I'm saying, if it doesn't happen, let's let that trend happen. Blues, for my sake. Please. For Riz, please. (laughs) Bobby Bortz, please. Just let's. uh, What was the deal with Bortz last night? It was just a healthy scratch? I I, I didn't see anything about any injury or anything, but he was out. He didn't skate skate during the practice. Yeah. I I don't know. Oh, maybe he didn't have his skates with him then. Left him, uh, he broke a lace. Sports. Sports. Left him in St. Louis. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly not only, not only scored last night, but he also got word that he's up for yet another award this season. O'Reilly was nominated for the Lady Bing Memorial Trophy, which is given to the player who exhibits the best type of sportsmanship, gentlemanly conduct, while also having a high standard of playing ability. Also up for a uh, People's Choice Award and Amway Salesman of the Year. Oh, Congratulations. For him. He He's must have had a good month because he was behind. This will be his, uh, his second time if he wins it. Winning this award, he won in 2014 with the Avalanche. Remember, he got, he, he got Pampered Chef last year. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I got a spatula for uh, him. Pampered Chef uh, Award. Yep. Uh, elsewhere around the league, the Hurricanes beat the Capitals 2-1, to even up that series of two games apiece, and the Sharks survived elimination, picked up a 5-2 to win over the Golden Knights. That series still led by Vegas 3-2. to Tonight, it's Toronto and Boston in the early game. That series is tied up at 2, and the late game could see Colorado eliminating the Flames. Wow, and that, that'd be an upset. Oh, I'm sorry. 
extinguishing the flames. And that'd be a huge upset, huh? The flames had a pretty good year. I believe yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals welcome a weekend series with the Mets at Bush, and things get started tonight. Adam Wainwright gets the start. First pitch scheduled for 7-15. Man, I'd like to see Calgary go on. What do they got going for them? It's Calgary, okay. for God's sakes. They got a Kachuk on the team. That would be kind of cool for, for him. They're right down the road from the big mall over in Edmonton. And, uh, <laughs> it's Calgary. And remember, uh, Colorado there. is a Kroenke owned team, right? Doesn't Stan Kroenke yeah, own the I Avalanche? So, yeah. I think you might be right. And yeah. Colorado is one of them that just kind of snuck in at the end, right? Mm-hmm. And Calgary won their. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Major League Soccer owners decided yesterday to expand by three teams to 30 and enter into exclusive formal discussions with the top two bidders, Sacramento and St. Louis. Hell yes. The decision ended weeks of speculation on which city would win the bid, but uh, the league had long said it would expand to only 28. Like it had said, 28 teams and we done. Yeah. Now they got together. They reconsidered 30 teams. However, it does come with a bit of bad news. They're raising basically by $50 million as far as expansion fees. So instead of $150 million, it's now $200 million. Ooh. So they saw the opportunity. Yeah. Garber cautioned that the vote did not grant teams to Sacramento and St. Louis at all. But he said multiple teams that the league would deal with exclusively uh, with ownership or multiple te- times that the league would deal with teams that exclusively have ownership groups from two markets regarding teams. It's, it's the door is wide open. Wide open. And the, the problem it's ours is, to screw up. Well, Sacramento is already has a stadium plan. Well, no, they said like, they said Sacramento and St. Louis. That is pretty much. Without saying it directly, he okay, said that's so team not, 28 it's not 29. One or, okay. No, so it's both. Yeah. Either and they're or. going to 30. Okay. So they said 28 29 is Sacramento and St. Louis. If you see that Sacramento stadium, you're like, okay, St. Louis, get your crap together. He Wait, said that they're going to start playing. You're talking about a proposal? Oh, yeah. Or they already have something oh, started. Huge. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll send you the link. It's pretty impressive. They, uh, they said that they're going to probably start yeah, playing in 2021 or 2022. They're looking festus. Yep. Uh, well, the reports were true. The St. Louis XFL team has their first head coach. Jonathan Hayes was announced yesterday as the team's head coach, general manager. Some people say the pick is a good one, but there are many other coaches with St. Louis ties that never even got an interview. For example, the Post-Dispatch names a couple names. Mike Martz, who was a coach oh, of the wow. AAF, not even interviewed. Mike Martz was co- was coaching the AAF, yeah. huh? Yep. Isaac Bruce, not interviewed. Ricky Prohl, ignored. Gary Pinkle, former coach of Mizzou, uh, these are people not who, called. Who wanted to? They be said, they said that they weren't even called upon. Like know, these are people. Were they? But, were, the post they asked to? them, like, "Hey, did you get any communication from the St. Louis XFL team as far as head coach?" And they said no. Right. They didn't say whether they would do it or had okay. any interest. These yeah. are just people that didn't even. I, honestly, get a phone if I was call. starting a professional football team, I wouldn't think Isaac Bruce. To, yeah, to be but I would coach. think Gary Pinkle. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or or, or, or Mike, Mike Martz, yeah. uh, Orlando Pace. And Aeneas sure. Williams were the other two names that they said. Yeah, those uh, two, I wouldn't even. Those guys weren't even, even think about giving a phone call. But who says? We'll see what what happened. Uh, Hall of Fame UNC women's basketball coach Sylvia Hatchell has resigned after an internal review found out that the program needed to be taken in a new direction. At least that's what the school is saying. Here's what really happened. Student athletes said that she had made multiple racial remarks. Thanks, you racist bitch. According to a report on April 4th, Hatchell suggested that her players would, quote, get hanged from trees with nooses after an upcoming game if their performance didn't improve. Was just a bad turn of phrase, or I'm pretty sure she didn't necessarily mean like, hey, like lynching. Yes, it meant it meant we will. There will be consequences. It was a terrible phrase, like to use. She also apparently so that, that'll cost you your career. She also reportedly attempted to get her team to engage in a war chant to honor the Native American ancestry of an uh, ancestry of an unnamed assistant coach. So I don't know. 
She has been at Carolina since 1986. She's the fourth winningest coach in the NCAA women's basketball history. And now she is out of a job and probably will not get hired anywhere else. Wow. Man, that Sacramento Stadium, you're, I mean, you know, computers are wonderful. We can do all sorts of fun, cutesy stuff, but it does look great. It looks cool. Great. They got yeah. three escalators. Yep. <laughs> uh, finally, NASCAR is off this weekend to celebrate the Easter holiday, but they get back racing next weekend. Monster Energy Series gets rolling again at the Geico 500 at Talladega. That race is next Sunday at 1 p.m. Uh, sports is brought to you by Amco Ranger Pest Control, protecting people and property from pests since 1965. I'm Patrico, and boom goes the dynamite. I don't know if you heard about this uh, this couple in Texas. Now, before the Masters, remember the Masters? It was uh, last weekend. Tiger Woods won. So before the Masters started, this uh, 25-year-old guy named uh, Trey Little, he made a deal with his pregnant 39-year-old fiance Denise. He said if Tiger somehow wins, they'd name their son Tiger. And they even had a contract signed. And guess what happened? Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, Woods yeah. Tiger Woods won, and Trey says they're going to stick with the deal. Wow. Do they know that that's not really his name? Like, Tiger's not Wait, really. Wait, what? Hey, they, they <laughs> like, don't make checks nickname. out to Tiger Woods? They know that, right? I don't know. He says, quote, we both wanted a unique name, and I've always been a huge golf fan. Little Tiger's uh, due in September. Is it El El Eldrick? Eldrick. 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 Did he? Yeah, I'm wondering if he has. Has he legally changed it? I'm looking. I don't think so. But his son's name is Charlie Axel Woods. Oh, that's cool. Pretty cool. That's yeah. cool. Now this. There is who knows so headline. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. All right, let's go to a place we go to often for our headline who stories, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Question. So has uh, has your husband or wife ever been like five minutes late getting home and you suddenly panicked like thought they were like a fiery crash or something? Well, there's a 48-year-old guy named Victor Hensley, and he was out and about last week. And his husband, that's right, his husband... Didn't know where he was. Then the husband jumped to a huge conclusion. Reported that he'd been kidnapped. So cops show up. They realized the husband was acting weird like he was on drugs. So they asked if he'd taken anything. And he said, yeah, meth. Yeah. So apparently that's why he was so paranoid. So Victor got home while the cops were still there. Confirmed that, no, I, he hadn't been kidnapped. And he said he was at the store just grabbing a drink. But that might have been a lie because uh, he may have been out dealing drugs. The cops searched Victor's bag and found six hypodermic needles, a pipe, and several bags of meth. He claimed it belonged to his husband, but they arrested him. So he's facing charges for possession and paraphernalia. What a mess. Ah, uh, yeah. That meth will make you paranoid. It certainly will. So you go from Port St. Lucie, Florida... Victor Hensley and husband. Today's Headline Hooch. Hey, this is Gary Valentine, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Well, look who the cat dragged in. Mr. Craig Gass makes a return appearance. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Yeah, you know, when you left on Wednesday, you go, man, I didn't get to anything I wanted to talk about. Yeah, and you, you know what? for three hours with us. Yeah, sorry we didn't have any airtime. <laughs> <laughs> I just, even as I'm standing outside the studio listening to you guys talk about wherever the conversation goes, I'm like, oh my God, I got a story about that. I got a story about that. When Patrico was talking about cops and the, the guys on the TV show Cops, like, 
just indicting themselves. Yeah. There was a woman who um, got upset, flagged down a cop and said, um, I just spent $50 for crack and this is not crack cocaine. <laughs> and the cop was like, okay, uh, so let me get this straight. You spent 50 and this is crack. And she goes, yep, this is crack. That, that guy right over there sold it to me and this is not crack cocaine. And he goes, all right, so you just bought crack. And the woman goes, yep. And he goes, okay, can you turn around and put your hands behind her back? And she goes, what? Like, 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 like surprised. I can actually single out the hardest I've ever laughed in my life to an episode. I would actually, I would actually maybe single this out as maybe the highlight of my life was an episode of Cops. You've done a lot. Wow. This it, it's an episode that opened with an officer saying, "So we are responding to a domestic that took place in this field over here." So right off the top, they can't even afford a house to fight in. They're fighting uh -huh. in a field. Cop gets out of his car and he's got his flashlight. Hey, what's going on up ahead? You see a middle-aged black couple. The woman turns around. Her mouth is covered in blood. Her top row of teeth are missing. Mm -hmm. Her bottom row of teeth are cracked. So this guy just assaulted this woman. Cop rolls Clearly. up. Hey, what's going on? The woman turns around. She starts telling exactly what's going on. When the guy jumps in and on camera goes, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. You better tell him the truth. I will knock you out on camera. He says that. And the, and the cop goes, whoa, wait, okay, miss, you sit on the hood of my car. All right, sir. You're trying to tell me your side of the story. Tell me what's going on. And the guy goes, look, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. Because I, I push her. Yeah, I push it. So what? I push it. But then she uh, sh she assaulted me. And the cop goes, she assaulted you. And the guy goes, she assaulted me. And the cop asked, with what? And the guy said, her face, and I farted. <laughs> I laughed so hard, I farted. Her face. You ever laugh so hard that every muscle in your body loses? That's like the best laugh you there's, could there's, ever there's, have. there's two episodes of Cops that I remember laughing uncontrollably hard at. The first one was, is there was a guy on the corner of the street who was all drugged out who was yelling at some lady. Cops came up, pulled out the tasers, said, sir, get down. And he said, no. And they go, last chance or we're going to tase you. And he said, tase me. And they shot the taser. The, the, the thing, the problem. Hit the barbs, him. Yeah. The barbs hit him, and as you hear in the background, he he points to the woman. He goes, "I'm gonna get you, bitch!" And then it hits the ground. <laughs> I saw that. I yep. saw that. I love that episode. That one was great. And the other the other episode that where became I laughed, a meme. Yeah, the other one where I laughed so hard is there's a guy sitting in a car. It's actually his mom's car, and he's sitting there outside of a house. And a cop walks up and goes, "You all right, man? It seems like there was something going on here." He goes, "I'm cool." And he goes, ah, let me just go ahead and take a search around the car. And he goes, no, nah, man, uh, you need a warrant for that. And the guy looks at him, the cop looks at him, the guy and goes, there's a lot of green leafy uh, substance all over your shirt. And his teeth are covered in weed that he's trying to eat. And he goes, and he brushes it off and he goes, salad. <laughs> and the cop goes, come on, man. He goes, what, he and then, salad? And then the mom showed up and like screamed at this kid to the point where mom looked at the cop and goes, you probably want to go with them instead of come home with me. Ooh. I like, uh, I like watching live PD now. That's the new thing. Yeah. I haven't seen a live PD that has gotten me laughing as hard it's as not, Well, because cops is edited to, yeah. you know, for, for, for entertainment purposes. Yeah. But live I, PD is good. My second favorite, and this is a guy who I sincerely have tried to search for so I could meet him in person. It was based, this happened in Indianapolis. And every time I perform in Indianapolis, I tell the story and I say, if that guy's out there, I really, I really want to meet you. I'm a huge fan of yours. <laughs> uh, it was police were responding to a robbery at a strip mall. 
they go behind the strip mall. There's a white guy. He's got to be six foot eight. And he looks like he weighs maybe 200 pounds. He's ah, just like beam. this scrawny, like guy and the officer uh you see this guy he's sitting on the on the sidewalk uh and the cop gets out and says uh sir are you the one who called about the robbery and he goes i did (laughs) (laughs) and they go sir it's okay it's okay just tell us what happened he goes i'm locking up for work and uh uh um, this gentleman came up to me and he said and forgive my language but he said give me your goddamn money (laughs) Right to my face. I said, sir, I don't want no problems from you. And then uh, uh, that gentleman over there, he grabbed me from behind. The camera swings over. There is a guy laying in the middle of the parking lot. You know those concrete slabs that you bump your tires against in a parking lot? He's in between two of those, and he's in a pool of blood. And he goes, that guy jumping from behind, and uh, I'm a, I'm a, a fifth-degree black belt. And as soon as he touched me, I just... <laughs> and the cop goes, sir, sir, are you okay? And he goes, I'm fine. I basically kicked the crap out of him. And they go, are you going to be okay? And he goes, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to need some new shoes. And they pan down. They pan down, and this is unbelievable. His sneakers are so saturated in blood that every time he shifts his body weight from his left foot to his right foot, his sneakers are actually squishing Ooh. out blood. Well, new, ba- new balances are, are notorious. White New Balance. Are notorious. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting on yeah. the edge of my bed with the girl that I was living with at the time, and I remember I had a glass of chocolate milk, and I'm watching it going, babe, are you watching this? Look at this. And I remember her saying, I'm reading. And I was like, oh, you bitch like this, <laughs> this guy's like a That's hero broke up yeah i'm like this guy i want to see i want to see a spinoff like put this guy how could you have a relationship with so many so many different ci- i mean you're in a city a different city every week it's tough isn't it it is but you can make it happen i mean it's it's uh you know you can bring i mean if you're with somebody that you really care about and you really like and you and you want to be in a relationship with somebody you can make it work um how many weekends a year are you i mean are you home Let's just say. Well, for the last two or three years, I've been home. Well, actually, it's been longer than two or three years. For the last 10 years, I've averaged maybe three to five days a month that I'm home. Wow. But what you do is if you're in a relationship, you fly them out or, and by the way, Part of the reason why I've only been home three to five days is that the my girlfriend that I'm dating is in another city. So I go out for a week and do some shows, go to her city for uh-huh. a week, and then go back on the road, then go home for yeah. a couple of days, do some laundry and get the mail, and then go back out again. But, um, but yeah, you can make yeah. it work. Because you've been on, t- you're now doing shows with Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Mm-hmm. I know after after you get done with St. Louis, you're going to where Iowa. Yeah, I'm doing. Uh, I'm in the middle of a tour. We did a bunch of dates. Uh, Corey Taylor is doing some shows called Corey Taylor and Friends, where he's just playing a bunch of cover songs, and it's unexpected. It's it's there's stuff that you go, all right, yeah, he's going to play Black Sabbath. He's going to play some Van Halen, but he plays In Excess. Oh, the he, guy's a hell of a singer. Dude, he, I, he, I really I really do enjoy Corey Taylor. Boss Skaggs. He. Uh, uh, he did do something the other what, a couple weeks ago that I did not agree with. Boz Gags? Uh, no, no, oh. Corey Taylor. Uh, and I think he kind of walked it back a little bit because I think <laughs> I think he I think people are like, dude, don't be a douche. Uh, he called Imagine Dragons the the new Nickelback. He says oh, he was misquoted. Right, yeah. uh, I, and 
I, I want to think that. Yeah, he said he was Man. misquoted. Why? Yeah, um, I don't like that. I don't like the uh, the jump on the Nickelback hate bandwagon. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, I agree. It's like uh, comedians that um, uh, hate on other comedians when it's like, dude, the guys, you know, there's an audience there. People it was, are it buying was a big tickets. Thing when, when Dane Cook yeah. was huge, and it was cool to hate Dane Cook. Yeah, like Dane um, got so big so fast that people hate. And actually, honestly, it happens with everyone that gets really successful. Other comedians suddenly go, oh, okay, that dude. There, there's got to be a lot of jealousy going on. In Which there. is weird. I don't get that. Like, I love I love comedy. I don't. Because well, you're all fighting for kind of who's going to get the sitcom, who's going to get the HBO special, you know, who's going to get the next thing on Netflix, who's going to start doing it's, theaters. And It seems like to me, though, as long as you're not a dick to each other, if Craig gets a sitcom and he and I are cool, Craig might have me on it. Eventually. Yeah, but everybody, and, 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 you know, it's show business, it's dog eat dog, it's cutthroat, and everybody thinks they're next. Yeah. Like it should be their turn. That And a lot of people are only cool because they see them as uh, some sort of stepping stone or, or something that can help accelerate their career. And then when that person gets there, you find out if they actually support you or not. Yeah, there was, uh, when I did uh, King of Queens, Kevin James put me on the show. And I remember a lot of people saying like, wow, this is really rare that Kevin puts someone on the show that he doesn't know. Everyone on the show is an old friend of his that he used to do stand-up with. He gave jobs to everybody. Mm -hmm. His his brother, his uh, all yeah, these Yeah, that's what that last little, little rejoin was his brother, Gary Valentine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his, uh, every like comedian on the set he used to tour with, mm -hmm. and I and I remember being introduced like, "Hey, this is uh, there's Pat Oswald and there's uh, Nick Bukai," and then I remember someone going, "There's Dennis Regan, Dennis Regan, who's a great comedian. He's Brian Regan's brother." And have you ever had a unintentional huge dick moment to somebody where you're like, "Oh man," I don't, like even as it comes out of your mouth, you're like, "Oh, that was a dick thing to say." Mm -hmm. I walked up, and someone goes, "Yeah," and there's you know they're introducing me to everybody on the set. Oh, and there's uh, uh, Pat Oswald, and the uh, do you know uh, Dennis Regan? I go, "That's De Dennis." Are you Dennis Regan? He goes, "Yeah," and I go, "Oh my god, Dennis!" And he goes, "Hi," and I go, "You're Dennis Regan, the the comedian." He goes, "Yes, I am," and I go, "Oh my god, oh my god, wow. I love." Your brother. And I felt the whole room just go, oh. oh. And as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, why did I say that? Oh, you probably crushed him, too. Oh, it, was, it was a real, totally unintentional, <laughs> completely sincere, and it just came out wrong. I just, there was a buildup and a buildup and a buildup, and then I just dropped off on, like, your brother's the best. See, but when you got the King of Queens stuff... I'm sure there were other comics that were, were talking smack behind him. Oh, you see, Gas got it. Oh, yeah. He don't deserve it. Well, it's ass. interesting. Like, Artie Lang and I were both competing for that job on the Howard Stern show. And people would always come up to me and say, uh, man, you, you should have that. You should have had that job. But I know, I am absolutely certain that Artie is hearing, you should have that job, man. I hate that other guy. Like, mm -hmm. when people come up to you, they always just say nice things to you. So I never really... Whether it's a compliment or, or hate, I just, I realize that it really comes down to how you feel about yourself because sure. people's attitudes about you will change based on what happens to yeah. you. If somebody on this show did over the weekend and you come in on Monday and go, hey guys, we got a story, Patrico, uh, you know, something happened, there are going to be members of your audience who are fans of Patrico are going to go, 
I knew that about that guy. <laughs> it's so weird. It's just, it's based on what's happening to you right now. And then if Patrico uh, ends up with a, a regular spot uh, on a TV show, people go like, I knew that guy had it in him. Right. I mean, it was, yeah. you know, it's it's all based Why, on. Did you hear that? Patrico held up a QT over the weekend? Uh, oh, yeah. I would never do that unless they would refuse to give me roller dogs. He did that. By the but way, on Monday, he won a Pulitzer. <laughs> if they refuse to let me walk out of there with a roller dog, you bet your ass I'm holding that place. And up. by the way, when you're talking about an unintentional dick moment, I just told a story next door on Casey that I felt like, oh man, is this, should I not have told this story? They have a particular audience over there. But, uh, but I felt like this, this story is so playful and funny and. Didn't go over well. Like a lead balloon? Yeah, and I, and I thought because... Well, so tell, so, so what was it? It's the, a story about the, the craziest tattoo story I've ever heard of in my life. I have a buddy who, uh, he doesn't like me telling the story, so I'll just say that he's in, if you were to say, top five heavy metal bands of the MTV genre of the 80s, you would name this band. He's okay. he's the singer of this band that's one of the top five biggest names of that uh, MTV generation uh, in heavy metal. Okay, so I'd say Warrant. Um, right. And uh, <laughs> so apparently his band still does really well in Europe and South America, and they did a festival tour a few years ago in Europe. The headliner, ACDC. Uh-huh. The singer of ACDC, Brian Johnson, walks into the band's dressing room to say hello to the band. The band... Naked, they're they're putting on their stage clothes. They're going to go on stage, and uh, so Brian Johnson is standing in the entrance of the dressing room, and he's he's looking around the room as he's talking to people, and then he starts looking at the drummer, and then he starts staring at the drummer, and then he walks over and goes, "Hey man, did you know you've got a giant penis on your back, man?" Which, by the way, <laughs> is when I felt the whole room kind of go quiet in the other room. Uh, you know, you got a giant penis on your back, and the drummer looks at him and goes, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Your tattoo is a big penis," and he goes. It's a dragon. <laughs> it's, it's an angry dragon. He goes, I know it's a dragon, but look, it looks like a big shaft. You got two testicles on the bottom. It looks like a big shaft right here. And now the whole band's looking at him going, oh, my God, dude, turn around. And they're all pulling out the camera phones going, dude, just turn around. Turn around. Hold on, let me take a picture. Hold on. And they're showing him going, see, look how on the bottom it looks like testicles. And it looks like, and now he's really looking at the tattoo for the first time going, oh, my God. What the hell? When the singer looks at him and goes, dude. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a jerk here. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just really seeing your tattoo for the first time, and I got to be honest. It does not look like your dragon is breathing fire. Oh, it's just. Oh. It's, it's all over your back, and the drummer thinks everybody's messing with me. He goes, "Shut up! Come on, we got to rock. It's time to go on stage. Let's go. I'm gonna put my shirt on." Yeah, and then he, shirt. And then he comes back, but he knows what he saw. And the next day, he calls the tattoo shop back in the United States and goes, Hey, you think it's funny you draw a big penis on me? You think it's funny? And this is what he hears from the tattoo shop. He hears, um, yeah, we, we had a lot of complaints about that guy. Uh, we got a lot of complaints that he was putting penises on everybody. And uh, we, we actually sat him down. We sat him down a couple weeks ago. We said, hey, be honest. No, no, just no, be honest. Are you, you putting penises on people? What are, what are you doing? And he said, can I make a phone call? And we said, go ahead. And he, he fled. <laughs> he, and this is my favorite part of the story. He left a 
trail of dicks everywhere. That guy. <laughs> but listen, next time you come back, we'll cover it up. Like, no problem. We'll cover it up. You know, I mean, that's a big penis you got, but we'll cover up the penis. And uh, so the next day, he's got to go back to his band, who he hasn't seen in 48 hours. He's at another festival show. He walks in the dressing room. Everybody's staring at him, and he goes... I got a big penis on my back. And everyone goes, dude, I thought you were friends with that guy. He goes, I love that guy. He did a couple of my tattoos, but we were boys. I mean, we used to hang and have beers. I thought he was my boy. And someone goes, a couple of your tattoos? And he goes, yeah. I thought he just did the dragon. He goes, no, nah, he did the, the dragon and uh, the Jesus on my leg. He did. Let me see the Jesus. And everyone goes, and he's looking around the room and he he starts unbuckling his belt, pulls his pants down. They all start staring at the Jesus tattoo. He's the first to notice. He goes, oh, man. <laughs> he had no idea. He'd been walking around for years with a tattoo of, of Jesus <laughs> with a boner. Oh, and when I told that story on Casey, I just felt like, I feel like this should have a better reaction than I'm getting right now. So I, I felt really bad about, yeah. And uh, I feel bad because the guy told me, you know, he was, I can't say who, if if you go to the Crack Fox tomorrow, I'll tell you who the band is. Oh, I just can't say it on the nice, air. Nice. Nice. Well All right. I would just say this. Whatever you do, <laughs> don't search dragon penis tattoo. <laughs> I just the made the mistake. The whole time I'm telling the story, Patrico is staring at his computer, yeah, and I know he's trying to figure it out. And by the way, I've actually tattooed the guy. Oh, whoa, what the hell? I've actually Googled the guy's name, and I can't find the artwork on his. But when the guy, the singer told me, he said, dude, my, my guitar player's right here. He'll tell you the story. And they're like, no, it's it's 100% true. It was such a good story. So it was an 80, so it was a 90s band? 80s. 80s band, 80s band big MTV. Top five, easily, easily top five. Most popular heavy metal bands on That's uh, MTV. It's too early for Jars of Clay, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Just come to the comedy not, show. By the way, we, we added that 420 show because tomorrow is 420. So we're going to do a comedy show at 420 and a comedy show at 7 p.m. at this really cool spot in downtown called the Crack yeah. Fox. And it's uh, crackfoxbar.com. Or you can go to my website, which is getgas.com. But Crack Fox Bar. So after St. Louis, you're going out there. Yep. And uh, you were with Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, not too long ago. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal and I have been doing. It's weird. Shaq and I became friends. It's, it's a weird thing. I, I prank called Shaquille O'Neal a couple years ago. Um, a buddy of mine. Uh, uh, Why'd you do a character? Yeah, a friend of mine who's a, a radio buddy said, hey, uh, it's Shaquille O'Neal's birthday tomorrow. Do you mind calling him and wishing him a happy birthday as as celebrities? And uh, I, I think I called his... One, I remember one of them was Tracy Morgan saying, I'm going to put a baby on your butt, Shaq. I love your attitude. <laughs> and Shaq uh, loved the prank phone call so much that when my buddy said, well, that's all one guy. That was one guy doing all... Shaq watched a bunch of videos and said, "Let's let's fly him in. And they bought me a plane ticket. Wow. Shaq bought me a plane ticket and flew me into Atlanta to tape some stuff with him. And ever since then, every time I see Shaq, he always opens up his phone and goes, okay, we're going to prank call some people. And then we just, <laughs> I, awesome. I prank call all of his friends. Charles Barkley, I have prank called multiple times as Al Pacino saying, uh, I'm sitting here with Shaq looking at his rings. 
what do your rings look like? And, <laughs> and Barkley doesn't have any rings, so that's like a, a sticking point for him. The first time I met Shaq, I, uh, when he flew me out, I was so excited. I had this feeling that we were going to hit it off. And I said, man, I'm so excited to be here. I just, I know that you and I are going to get along. And, and you know what's weird is I was just, I was performing two nights ago at the Comedy Store, and Adam Sandler showed up. And he did a joke about you. And I was like, oh, man, I'm actually working with that guy soon. I'm going to be working with Shaq. And Shaquille O'Neal was like, what's the joke? And I go, oh, well, it's, I mean, it's not my joke. So, and he goes, what's the joke? And I go, um, well, according to Adam, uh, I guess he gave you a role in a movie. I didn't know that Adam Sandler gave Shaq a role in Grown Ups 2. Uh, it's Patrico's favorite movie. That is that is a lie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you always talk about how great Second it is. That is a lie. Moon says that Grown Ups and, and therefore Grown Ups 2 are the worst pieces of cinematic history on the face of the planet. No, I said they're the worst Sandler-associated films ever. Ever they will never there will never be a worse movie than, than I, Grown Ups one actually have you made seen me Jack laugh. and Jill? Yeah, Jack and Jill don't need to. Was okay. Yes, Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill was terrible. Jack and Jill is don't need to. Yes, Jack you and Jill do. Didn't have any that expectations. Grown Ups, Grown Ups has a a a a, a cast I don't mind. That I don't just unreal. And I thought Grown Ups was okay. Well, the story that from the Grown Ups two that Sandler told is that they're filming at a college campus, and there's a break in filming, and the director says. Uh, hey everybody! Uh, just we're gonna take a break for two hours. And Shaquille O'Neal announced to everybody, "I'm gonna go take a shower," because they're at a college campus and there's some dorms right over there. Shaq says, "I'm gonna go take a shower." And Adam Sandler explained that uh, he goes, "Yeah, and that's uh, when he said I'm gonna go take a shower. I was like, oh, this is it. This is my chance to see Shaquille O'Neal's penis. Like, <laughs> and, and it's, it's it's not a gay thing. It's not a gay. I just uh, I want to be able to tell my kids that uh, hey." Your dad saw something amazing once. Uh, that's all it is, you know. And uh, so, so he tells his whole story about how he sneaks into the dorms and he sneaks into the showers. He hears the shower running and he tries to get a peek at Shaquille O'Neal when Shaquille O'Neal's bodyguard pops up. And he's even bigger than Shaquille O'Neal's. This big dude, this bald guy staring at him. He goes, oh man, he freaks out like, ah, oh, but and he And he goes back to the set. And now he's trying to think of like, now what am I going to... I just got busted, and now I have to explain why I went into the shower. And so Shaq comes out to the set, and he goes, Hey, buddy, I know that uh, you uh, probably heard that I was trying to, I was just trying to look at you, and I know your bodyguard probably told you. And, and Shaquille O'Neal said, uh, No, I don't have a bodyguard. I go, Yeah, yeah, the big ball guy. And he goes, No, that was my penis. Burton with the appropriate response. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Right. We got to take a commercial break. We got to bring in Donnie Fandango for the Real or Fake Results, which uh, Craig will play along with us. You know, it's a game where we guess the Real or Fake boobs. That's oh, yeah. how Jeff got in the calendar. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Right, so we, we got the Real or Fake Results uh, coming up uh, next. Hey, what's going on? This is Adam Sandler, and uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, my Jew friend, uh, Rizzuto. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. And, uh, and, and uh, happy Hanukkah there, Riz. Shibby doo. I can't believe we got him. That's amazing. God, that's amazing. Yeah, we had uh, when when Craig was here on. uh, uh, By the way, welcome back. Uh, When Craig was here on on Wednesday, yeah, we had him cut a couple of those, you know, liners as some of the voices you 
some of the voices you do. I mean, you do this one for us. Hey, what's happening? This is Tracy Morgan. I'm a black dude. You're listening to my favorite white guy. It's the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there are some of those. There's a few of those that I did, and I we both just started laughing. Like, it was just like stream of consciousness, just saying whatever came out of my mouth. Another one? Uh, is there another one in here? I think there's another one on there. It uh, might be before that one. Let me see. Hey, this is Paul Stanley, and this is Gene Simmons from KISS, and you're listening to the original KISS Army member. It's the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. You owe me 20 bucks now. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Another one? Boom. Uh, yeah, there's another one. Okay, see here. Right. Hey, what's going on? This is Tom Arnold. I like fat women and cocaine, and I also like listening to the Rizzuto show. That's the show you're listening to now. It's my favorite show. It's my sponsor's favorite show. Probably shouldn't say that out loud, but it's true. Anyways, happy birthday, Riz. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Arnold, believe it or not, is one that uh, I end up... Um, I didn't know you could do Tom Arnold. Uh, Tom gets upset every year because um, I go to the Super Bowl and uh, I spend the week at the Super Bowl on Radio Row. Uh, it's just all of our radio buddies who happen to be in sports broadcasting from all over the country. There's like 200 radio uh, stations. Don, by the way, Donnie Fandango's in here too. And oh, Donnie, 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 Donnie. 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 Um, yeah, we've been to these Radio Row kind of events where, you Absolutely. know, I've been to the Grammys a couple times and Dude, they just throw everybody into a room, all Rizzuto, the radio guys. Wasn't it, wasn't it you and I at the Grammys when the fight almost broke out with Rob Schneider? Uh, yeah. That was a long time ago, wasn't that? Yeah, I remember Rob Schneider sits down. He gets he uh, and they go, "Hey, Rob, thanks for coming in. We're being joined by Tracy Morgan." And he looks around, and I start doing Tracy. And I go, "What's up, Rob? I love white people." And he looked at me and just started smiling. And then you guys got in a conversation with him, and somehow within thirty to sixty seconds, Schneider got so upset that he wanted to fight you guys. He got up and and one that was. Uh I think that was another, that was a, no, was I there for that one? He I was, was there for another Rob Schneider incident of him walking out a long time ago. Well, Schneider got really upset and said, screw you guys. And he walked away. And before he walked away, he looked around and said, it's a good Tracy Morgan. And he walked away. And I remember you guys going, wow, man, what a dick. And I went, I don't know. I kind of liked him. Because <laughs> he only complimented me. But he wasn't at, mad at me. At the Super Bowl, I uh, will join radio friends. As celebrities. And so that, because Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, nobody's there yeah. at the Super Bowl. It's Thursday and Friday that it just goes nuts. So uh, the only remotely sports guy that I can do is Tom Arnold, who used to host the best damn sports show, period. Years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah, and as Tom Arnold, uh, they'll go, well, we're being uh, joined live from the Super Bowl. We're here with Tom Arnold. Tom, how you doing? That's uh, doing great. Uh, man, it's it's pretty crazy here. Super Bowl week. A lot of celebrities are coming in. Uh, I was actually at a, a cocaine anonymous meeting last night with Brett. Fa I probably shouldn't say this out loud. Brett's got a bad coke problem, and uh, his sponsor is uh, Brian Gumble. And, man, that guy is, can't stop masturbating. He's constantly crazy. He's just he's addicted. And, again, I shouldn't say that out loud. And I just start naming sports guys and, and attaching them to addiction that I ran into at a meeting. <laughs> and every year, people tweet Tom Marlon and go, dude, it's supposed to be anonymous, man. That's not cool. And Tom fights with everybody on Twitter. He goes, did you notice that uh, uh, Sam Kinison was on the air? That guy's been dead for 20 years, you idiot. That, that's a comedian doing an impression of me. Shut your face. And he, he fights with everybody every year. Is he an angry guy? No, well, he just got. Didn't he just get divorced? He did just get divorced. Oh, no, really? Yes, yeah, he just got uh, separated. Um, 
Oh, and he was also accused of like assaulting a, a director. No, the director assaulted him. It yes. was it was the it was the creator of uh, Survivor right. that assaulted him. I can just tell you that Mark Burnett. I I feel bad because Tom has been nothing but generous to me. We had a, we remember he was one of our first guests. Yep. Yeah. He was great. He was he was awesome on I, and off air. Awesome. I actually prank called him once. 23 years ago, I just started doing stand-up. A friend of mine worked at a, a comedian friend of mine said, hey man, all the stars that are in town for the Planet Hollywood opening are staying at my hotel at the Sheraton. And I said, really? And I said, like, who's there? And he told me all the guys and the only comedian was Tom Arnold. I went home and I called the Sheraton and I said, hi, Tom Arnold's room, please? And they said, okay, just one moment. They put me through. through. Tom picked up the phone. I didn't record this. I just did it for myself. Tom picked up and he goes, hello. And I said, hey, Tom, it's Sam Kinison, who had been dead for five years. <laughs> and Tom said, hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> and I go, I go, I go, Tom, I go, listen, it's Sam Kinison. I need you to do me a favor, buddy. And, and he goes, yeah, well, tell me what to do. Sam, I'm listening. Just tell me what to do. And I go, all right, I need you to to help me get some cocaine to the afterlife. And he goes, okay, buddy, yeah, just, just what, what I got to do? And I go, well, first of all, I need you to front me the cash because I don't have the money. So I need you to front me about 50 bucks and I want you to buy some cocaine. I need you to go to Los Angeles. I need you to take the cocaine and put it in the pocket of Jerry Lewis and I'll have it when he gets here in three weeks. Oh! Oh! And then I stopped and said, hey, Tom, uh, I'm sorry, man. My name's Craig Gass. I'm a stand-up comedian. I just live here in Seattle. And Tom went, man, that was that was good. That Like, I need to call my sponsor. That's how good that impression was. <laughs> and, uh, and Tom uh, uh, said, uh, I'd love to watch your comedy. Can you drop off a tape? I went to the hotel and left a tape at, his, at the front desk. He called me a week later, gave me all of his phone numbers, and oh, said, wow. uh, hey, man, you know, if you need any advice about anything, I am here for you. Wow, that's great. And, uh, and then what do I do? I, I get his voice stuck in my head, and I make him a character uh. on radio every week where I just announce, yeah, I was at a, a, a Narcotics Anonymous meeting with Martha Quinn, man. That, that woman loves heroin. And, uh, man, I probably, probably shouldn't say that out loud. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, Marshall Falk is her sponsor. And, again, you know, I didn't say it loud, but Mar Marshall's addicted. An upskirt port. I shouldn't say that out loud, but uh, but yeah, and I just I just start naming just random people, and, and it upsets Tom every year. I feel bad, but he gets over it. Yeah, he, gets he said over. anything to do to help. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know. You know, by the way, I just want to point out, as much as I'm rambling, I'm still not getting to any of the stories I was playing. I'm, I'm just, I know, because we have to we have to do this little competition. We uh, call, we're gonna do the competition, uh, we call but, fake, so, but uh, listen, uh, 420 show tomorrow, Crack Fox, uh, CrackFoxBar.com. Crack All right, there's bar. a very limited amount of tickets left for this thing, so yeah, you got to get them uh, sooner than later. Yeah, when we say intimate, it's going to be intimate. All right, Donnie Fandango's here, so let's do this. Boobs. All right, yeah, here we go. Time for the Real Fake Competition. Craig Gass is here. Donnie Fandango's here with the results. Sponsored by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, and by Scarlet's Cabaret. Yep, Craig, we have sponsors for this <laughs> particular segment. <laughs> is awesome. So 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Check out the cans in question for week number five. And uh, as it stands right now, King Scott is your official king of cans. Wow. Yes, indeed. Ten points. The Virgin has ten points. Can you believe that? King of cans. Uh, Jeff and myself, seven points. Moon and Patrico, six points. King Scott was the only one that did not lock out last week. So, Craig, here are the rules. Okay. It's one point for, uh, for each correct answer, real or fake. Unless it's your lock. Your lock is your most confident pick of the week. 
Okay. So your lock gets you two points if you're right and zero points locked out if you're wrong, okay. regardless of your other picks. So we played at 21 points. First person at 21 wins the competition. And the cellar dweller, whoever's in last place, has to face the consequences. So, for instance, Jeff, you know, lost at one competition. That's why he's in the calendar. I lost the last one. That's why I was in the box for 24 hours. How many racks are we looking at? Uh, three. Okay, three, it's uh, three of the racks three, a week. Of the three that you just showed me, I have an easy lock. Okay, well, no. don't tell us your lock right. yet. Okay. Tell us your lock when we get there. I feel like I'm really good at this. So do Everyone I. Everyone does. Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like I'm really good at this. So the punishment for this competition, we call Imagine it- taking offense to other people saying, <laughs> that's how that's how good I feel can about this. Buy, As I take offense- Can you a really fake sponsor? <laughs> I t- I, like, I take offense to the idea that everybody feels like they're- Because I feel like I really am. All right, well, let's see how you do. <laughs> All right. Let's see how you do. There, there's uh, a couple questionables, but- uh, Let's get into it. A description of photo number one. Photo number one. Uh, large set of boobays here. This is a fancy <laughs> bra. We've got straps all over the place. Uh, it's lacy. I mean, this is a fancy bra. This isn't one that that's you know, a going out bra, right? This isn't. This isn't. Uh, this cost me three dollars, bra. This is. You spent some change on this. As far as everybody's picks are concerned, everybody has gone real. This is my lock. Ruined my weekend early, Donnie. This is Tony's lock of the week. So if he gets this wrong, if these are fake, he's Thank locked you. out for the week. So Thank zero you. points. Fine, Craig, what do you think? I. Wait, can I look at him again? Yeah, that. Well, here's the thing. That looks real, but I know that I'm. Um, this could be a curveball. It's possible that they might be fake, but I have to lean. Oh, man. I'm going to need an answer. Not so all right, I'm going I'm to say real. Okay. We're all going real. We're all, all going real. going real on photo number one. Okay. Donnie Fandango has the answer. Unfortunately, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they're fake. Donnie Fandango, photo number one. This is Tony's lock. Real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, overwhelmingly, 87% went real. Listeners are correct. They're Whoa. real. Oh, thank you. Oh, man. I actually started breathing. Oh, man, oh, man. I'm totally into this already. So much. I am so into this. All right, everybody gets a point. Tony gets two points. This is where you see somebody get locked out right here. Watch this. Okay. Oh. All right, on to photo number two. Photo number two, a uh, gray bra here. This has got, uh, uh, it's got puppies on it. Puppies covering the puppies right here. Hey. Uh, there is a tattoo that has been blurred out uh, just for, uh, you know. To protect so the she, uh, So she can identity. remain anonymous. Uh, everybody on these has also, again, gone. Well, I want to get Craig's okay. answer first. Let's get Craig's answer. This is my lock. Damn it. Uh, lock on. Fake. Ooh, lock it on Ooh. fake. Damn it. Now, that could be interesting because everybody's gone real, and this is Jeff Burton's Are lock sure of the week we wrote with this down real. Right? I'm sure we wrote this down. Jeff right? has oh, yeah. locked in on real. And you have locked in Craig on fake. Craig Gass so has locked in we've on had, fake. We've Somebody had bookkeeping no uh, points. problems before. We've had bookkeeping issues earlier. <laughs> Are you sure I, I locked on tape. this? For, for We're all getting, real. I'm getting Jeff nervous. is locked in on real. Craig Gass is locked in on fake. I'm getting nervous. Donnie Fandango. Photo lock. number two. It's a lock fight. Real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, they were, it was a little tougher for them this go around. 53% went real. Listeners, correct. They're real. Whoa! Somebody's locked out. Greg Gass, you get uh, zero points in the competition you're not officially playing in. Uh, <laughs> in your face. <laughs> so now I have to tattoo my initials on your arm. That's here's, what it's going to be. Here's in the, the problem. shape of a dragon penis. <laughs> Can I tell you what the problem is? Uh-huh. Yes, please. That girl is lying. No, those nope. are no nope. fake. No, nope. nope. 
Nope. I mean, we say the same things when we get locked up, but it's not how it works. Uh, Was it the space between? Is that what made you? Great Dave Matthews song. The curvature on the top. Wait, can you scroll down a little bit? Uh, or scroll up? The curvature on the top is the yeah. That is the giveaway for me. That, it's a it good bra, apparently. Boobs. The thing that made me think real was if there were fakes, she would have probably gone bigger. Although I will say that when I looked at it on a small screen, I was like, yeah, those are the fake ones. But looking at it on a bigger screen, I go, you know what? They could be the bra because if you see Here the way come the, the excuses, I know the we've heard them all. Are sitting in the bra. We've heard them all. There's all that space on the sides. So yeah. so as it stands right now, King Scott still in the lead with 12 points. Jeff's now got 10 points. I've got nine. Moon's got eight. judging Patrico's me? got nine. No, no. He's, he's doing he's, something he's doing with the cursor. With the oh. <laughs> I was outlining where her areolas would be. Yeah, okay. no, that's, and yes. And we're children. All right, we move on to photo number three. Photo number three, huge cans. And this is some, like, lacy number thing. Is it, it, we don't know, is this like a going out thing? Is this, I'm I'm sexually in the bedroom? Depending on what kind of type of clothing you're going to. Who knows what's going on here? Yeah, Yeah. so who knows? Uh, There is a John Deere calendar in the background if that plays any, (laughs) (laughs) that makes your vote change at all. Uh, Everybody on these has gone real. Riz, Moon, King Scott, Locke, please be fake. Okay, so we've already had two real ones. I mean, is this good that these are... These, these are our lock. Well, this is our lock, fellas. My lock, King Scott's lock, Moon's lock on real. Craig, what do you think? It's deceptive because of the mesh, and I'm going to say that... Uh, they look very real to me. I'm just going to say that. They, they look real to me, too. Yeah, I'm going to say real. All right. Yeah. So I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Donnie Fandango, photo number three. Real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 75% went real. Listeners, correct. Oh, thank God. I feel like how nervous I get before each answer comes out. (laughs) I actually, I feel anxious before he says it. Yo, man, you should be in this room when there is, you know, when it's almost time for somebody to win or lose. I'll walk in, and normally it's very jovial in here. And, dude, it'll be... Like, like a little bit, yeah. That's a uh, that's a five-way boop sweep, fellas. Yeah, it Except is. For Craig. Could have been a six-way, but you blew it. Don't we normally don't we normally take Monday off? No. Nope. Five- oh. nope. Nope. The Rizzuto Show. Yo, I gotta have sex tonight. Showtime. What it is is what it is. Why don't you put that on your Good Morning Missouri wake-up broadcast, bitch? Let me clear my. Hi, this is Christopher Walken, and you're listening to a man whose voice is really f***ed up. It's the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Pow! All right, that is it for us. Big thanks to Craig Gass once again for coming in and not getting to any of the stories you wanted to tell. I didn't get into any of the stories. I I get so caught up. Hanging out with you in guys. In the fun that is this program. Yeah, I get caught up in like, oh, dude, yeah, totally. Real like, or fake, I mean, come on. I, if real or fake, I was actually losing weight, like, thinking <laughs> I'm going to lose a bet. I'm going to have to tattoo Burton's penis on my back or something. <laughs> Again? I mean, what? Well, yeah. see Craig at the uh, Crack Fox. He's got two shows uh, tomorrow, 420 and at 7 o'clock. Yeah, these shows are selling out, not because I'm famous, but because the room holds 40 people. Uh, the Crack Fox is this super cool bar in downtown St. Louis. Comedians have known about it. Cool people have known about the Crack Fox. And we're because it's 420, we're going to do a show at 
420 p.m. How about that? Just by coincidence, Just by, by coincidence. And That's we're also going to do a show at 7 p.m. for anybody who uh, gets uh, too into their glaucoma at 420 that they forget to come down at 420. <laughs> uh, but the information, if you want to get tickets, come down and have fun. <laughs> I just, the 420 show, I can't believe how quickly it's selling. I'm like, that show is going to be a really easy show to make people laugh yeah, at 420. But uh, it's crackfoxbar.com. Crackfoxbar.com or go to getgasswith2s.com. Well, what are the what are the social medias feed? Because you're a great follow. Can, can I tell one just short story your, that, that your goes to the social media feed? Quickly. All right. I did a roast of Gene Simmons. There's a moment during the roast of Gene Simmons where Steve-O got thrown out of the roast. They never explain why he got thrown out. And the reason is because what Steve-O did to get thrown out happened during a break in filming. But it literally happened right next to me. I whipped out my camera phone and I went, oh, my God, Steve-O, no, you can't. Oh, oh. <laughs> TMZ tried to buy the picture from me. I refused to sell it to him. Go to my Instagram. It's at Craig Gas Comedy. At Craig Gas Comedy with two S's. Scroll down. I'm going to say about eight or nine rows down and you will see a perfect picture of Steve-O from Jackass relieving himself. On Danny Bonaducci. It's the coolest oh picture you've ever seen I, I would like to see this. in your life. I'm uh, looking for it. At <laughs> Craig Gas Comedy. At Craig Gas Comedy with two S's. And that was when, when Steve-O was at the, at the depths of his. It was the last few. There it is. <gasps> oh, my God. There, there it is. There it is. Yeah, isn't that amazing? And you can see Ralphie May laughing his fat tits oh, off yeah. in the corner oh. of the picture. Oh yeah, and I got a perfect shot of it, and um, it was literally days before the intervention. Steve-O is such a different human He's being He's been on now. our show a bunch of times. He's a, such a cool guy. I love that guy. In fact, I hate to say this, uh, he was on a radio show that I called in. As Tom Arnold, he was doing a show with Tom Arnold, and I called in as Tom Arnold said, "Hey, buddy, I just relapsed," and uh, and Steve-O was so concerned, like, "Dude, can you call me off the air? I want to talk to you off the air, man. That's not cool." And and then they told him it was actually. Oh, now he's like, he's a vegan. He's, I mean, I, that's a guy that's cleaned up his act. By the way, when Steve-O found out that it was me doing an impression of Tom Arnold, he had the perfect response. Who does impressions of Tom Arnold? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a valid, is valid. question. Valid. That's a valid point. Crackfoxbar.com. Moon blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. An Iowa woman did the right thing. She turned herself in for outstanding warrants. Oops, she brought meth to jail, so uh, she's uh, she's going away for a little <laughs> bit longer. A car salesman kidnapped a client, robs him, then makes him smoke crack. Find out the details there. And a great grandma used a baseball bat to fend off a 300-pound car thief. Uh, if you you got to see the video, um, it's up on the blog. I also showed it uh, or shared it on our Riz Show uh, Twitter account. So make sure you follow the socials at Riz Show, the blog, and the podcast 1057thepoint.com/slash/riz. And today it's titled "Now That We're Friends, Let's Be Enemies." Uh, tomorrow, Jeff Burton has a book signing. You know, Jeff uh, Jeff wrote a kid's book. What? Yeah. It's the only thing we said today that's not a joke. <laughs> what? What's the name of the kid's it's book? It's called The Watering Hole. I'll get you a copy if you okay. want. Okay. Yeah. Dead to real. I'll take The Watering Hole on tour. Yes, he will. Yeah. Pictures of it at different places. Yes. Yeah. Actually, in reality, he's going to leave it in the bathroom here before he leaves. <laughs> Jeff's got a, a book signing tomorrow from 1 to 4 o'clock in Vandalia, Illinois. It's a place called uh, Blind Society. Looks cool. It's a cool spot. By yeah, the good way, food, good food, good food. I just want to say in a personal note how much it means to me that I vindicated myself to oh, let hat? to let Jeff Burton know that I am I I actually like your hat and I'm taking it on tour. Yeah, the 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 tour of the, the the hat tour will be coming up on Instagram today. 
Okay, cool. I pulled a bunch of pictures. Yeah, go, I, uh, go back to Wednesday's podcast and listen to that. Yeah, yeah. The story about yeah, it was, Jeff's was, was it looked like a dick move turned into me going, dude, I'm I am I'm sincere. I really like this, and I'm going to prove it to you. And I spent the next two years going around the world. And I have told everybody how great of a guy you are since. Will you forget some of my songs in the bathroom here? (laughs) Just play them. Bring them around the world. All right, that's it. Donnie Fandango is next. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Shouting out Corey White one more time. Yeah, Corey. Our Team Riz members get to pick the final song of uh, of uh, of the week. Day. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.